Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Welcome to the Simpsons Index. I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me is Jordan. Hi. And BT. My God, he's completely correct. And welcome to episode 58 and an episode we're dubbing Teenage Wasteland. Teenage Wasteland. Bow, bow. I love that song. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so the concept for this episode is we are going to be only doing episodes from the teens era today. Painfully average episodes. Painfully yes. average episodes. There are seven episodes that I have lined up that I have deemed commit the seven deadly sins of bad Simpsons episodes. Nice. Ooh. What are they, Elliot Daniel? Well, that'll be revealed uh, by surprise. Uh, we've got a dice rolling our DMBT. Yep. DMPT, you're just all letters, aren't you? Fuck yeah. <laughs> he will be uh, in charge of the dice rolls, and I'll be in charge of picking the episodes. Anyway, so we have episodes from seasons 13 to 19. We don't know what episode we're going to start with, but BT, roll us our first episode. All right. Three. Three, so one, two. Oh! This episode commits the sin of the insufferable musical episode. Oh, Oh, great. This is going to be the President War Pearls from season 15. We'll be back shortly. All right, and we are back. And we just watched our first episode of Teenage Wasteland, the episode that commits the Simpsons sin of an insufferable musical. Uh, What is that in comparison to the Seven Deadly Sins? I think we've collectively decided yep. upon that being greed, so they can sell soundtracks and make some sweet simoleons. That sounds about right. It's always about money, isn't it? Always <laughs> about money. And this episode was the President War Pearls. It was season 15, episode 3, written by Dana Gould. First released in November or 3, in this episode, Martin Prince has to step down from leader of the student council, president, body, whatever. And Lisa steps in his place, and they do a bunch of musical numbers reminiscent of the musical La Vita, released back in something mid-90s, starring Madonna. When Madonna was relevant. <laughs> and when Evita was relevant. Guys, what did you think? It wasn't very ghouled. <laughs> it was quite insufferable. You were quite right in that. Well, I was actually thinking, as far as committing the sin of a musical episode, it didn't actually have that many musical moments. I think I counted four or five all yeah. up. But the songs were so short yeah. and so uh, far apart that I actually thought that they didn't commit to this musical episode format hard well, enough. Four or five songs in a half-hour episode. Yeah, <laughs> think of it that yeah. way. Uh, my big problem with this is, what are the songs from Evita other than "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina"? I have yeah. no idea. So they could have been perfectly parodying them in very clever ways, and I have no idea because it's just not well known enough to to have any impact. I mean, how long after that musical came out did this episode come out? So that was like mid-90s, and this episode was 2003. So yeah, it was at least five or six years out of date. Although the the, the musical itself was first done in 76. Oh, okay. It's so, a um, it's a it's a know. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Of Weber, course, is it? Wow. Um, okay, um, let's put it this way. Uh, because my mum used to play the best of Andrew Lloyd Webber on repeat, and I now have all those songs drilled uh, into my skull, but I had never even knew Evita was Andrew Lloyd Webber because it didn't appear on the best of An- <laughs> it didn't appear on the best of Andrew Lloyd mm. Webber. This is not even remotely which had several songs from Cats, so that yeah. shows how good Evita is. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, him and Tim Rice did it together. Yeah, so that's the thing. I know songs about Jellico Cats. I don't know <laughs> shit about Ava Perone. Yep. I went and saw Evita at the, 
the theater when I was young. Wow. I need to find out what year that could possibly be, but I'm guessing it was probably late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not the most memorable musical, I would say. Um, it's a very interesting story, the the life of Eva Peron. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if when you convert it to The Simpsons, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't like a super interesting story. They've kind of done this before, like the Lisa the Beauty Queen kind of, but just with less music and more funny. Look, we're going to be doing the reviews a bit more condensed in this one because mm. we're going to try and do seven episodes tonight. So sorry to fans out there who are hoping for a deep dive into this piece of shit episode, but you're not going to get it. <laughs> well, no, it's, a it's not even a piece of shit. We'd have a lot of things to say about a piece of shit, but I'm pretty sure we were all checking our phones at some point during this one because there's, oh, yeah. there's not a lot to really grip onto. Mm. And it really loses its pacing in the middle of the second act. It mm. just really drops. And Oh God, it feels so... We both said at the end, it's like this episode feels like it went forever. When the third act started, I'm like, oh, this is where it ends. Oh wait, nope, it still keeps going. My God, <laughs> it just won't end. Yeah, the student strike, yeah. But anyway, uh, this new episode gives me the perfect time to practice the new questionnaire. Oh shit. Woo-hoo-hoo. I am unprepared. For better or worse, what jokes stood out to you? The positive is there's a sign gag again. The sign writers are on point here with the yep. school newspaper says, are you a Bart or a Millhouse? Yeah. Take our quiz. <laughs> I, I dug that, that one. Yeah. The one that like surfing it was because it was just like super wacky was the why was Willie holding a piano up? Like yeah, on the, yeah. When he drops, and how it. fucking strong is he as well that he can hold up a grand piano with just himself? Yeah, um, Willie okay. was weirdly prominent in this episode. He really was. I did like the bit where he's making fun of Millhouse. Oh yeah, that is just classic. Like they don't make fun of us in there, do they? Oh no, I'm sure they don't. Look at me, I'm Millhouse. I have no friends, so I confide in Willie. <laughs> and then when they cut to inside and he's wearing the glasses, glasses. Yeah, yeah. and he's like hunched over yeah. and everything. Yeah. Okay, uh, jokes that really made me go, huh? There's a bit where Ma- yeah. Marge they're going into the student-run casino for charity night, and Marge is like, "Oh, but I can't gamble. I played Candyland with Maggie, and then I threw vodka into her face." Yeah. It's like, yeah. What? I know, it felt like that was just setting up the joke, Like, and then Homer goes, oh, I bet, you know, you'll survive this system, and she's like, bet, betting system, oh my god, this is a sign, and then yeah. goes in, hit me, hit me, hit me, to Ralph playing blackjack, yeah. and then throws vodka in his face. It was like, weird. And the other joke is, um, Lenny shakes a mm. coin slot machine, and then goes, I'm a big man, and then it knocks him over and goes, but I break like a little girl, which yeah. is a Bob Dylan reference. It's like, yeah. but completely out of context. It makes yeah. no sense, and it's weird. It's, it's like someone heard that on the radio while writing it and just threw it in for shits and giggles. Yeah, I, I really, the whole casino thing, that was just crammed yeah. with mediocre jokes. And the joke that I, I one of them I, that I did kind of like is when the, um, yeah, we're from Acme Amusement Corp and we're looking for Principal Skinner. Like, oh, yes, we all are. And he's like, yeah, punching for that his fist. Principal Skinner. I did like that, yeah. 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 Um, there, there were some quick little jokes like that, yeah. that that did well in this episode, but for the most part, I, there were no laugh out louds, I don't no. think. What about the, yeah, the, the other terrible one with the... Um, uh, guaranteed none of this money will go to Indians. Yeah. yeah, That was bad weird. sign writers, not good. Mm. Ooh, please don't. Uh, one joke that still ca- stood out to me was another Simpsons sin, which I don't have an episode based around this, but just insufferable Dan Castellaneta Homer improvs when he's doing the wheel and it's Oh god. And it yeah. just keeps going. It went on, like, it was probably an okay bit. It just went on too long to the point where even Lisa's rolling her eyes. It's like, yeah. you don't get to hang a lampshade on that. Mm, You're still doing not. it. All right, next question. For better or worse, what story points stood out to you in this episode? Um, I do like the idea of them kind of 
glamming up Lisa to the point where she loses focus on what's really going on. Yeah. Because she's popular now and they, she's getting all this extra attention. They do it in expense of a song and her first verse in that song is protesting, but then the second verse of hers is, yeah, she's starting to, oh, okay, yeah, you know what, I can I can enjoy this and still be a good uh, leader. And yeah. I, think, I think that for a plot point that actually works. It's just... Everything either side of it didn't. But I, I agree, yeah. It, it's a solid way to go for an episode that's about her becoming the student body president, something she's always wanted, and of course mm. she'd lose sight of it. It, it did drag, because I think they tried to follow the basic story of the musical just without the... Yeah. Um, you know, the dying. Uh, although they, she did a theoretically go to, figuratively go to heaven yeah. um, <laughs> at the end with her kind of choice of school. And that bit about the story also stood out, out for me. Otto going, oh, this is a happy ending. And then Homer immediately comes and goes, no, we can't afford it. And then they get into this argument. And yeah. It's just a really unsatisfying way to end the episode for me. Mm. Yeah, like I, like I said before, it just really reminded me of the, the Lisa the Beauty Queen episode with the yep. kind of her becoming this kind of figurehead and then... They should have learned by now, surely, that, you know, if they put Lisa in a position of authority, she is actually going to try and, like, fight mm. for equality and yeah. and make sure that student voice is heard so that they, you know, to come up with a dastardly way to remove her. It felt like it had been done much better previously. Mm. Um, so that, that bit kind of was a bit uh, rolling my eyes. Well, I found that's where the episode sagged was right before she signs the thing, right after, and then when she sort of... Uh, resigns and all that and that's where like the most draggy part of the material was the episode for me because yeah it was so like not didn't have many jokes or had so many non-jokes like Mm. superintendent Chalmers going oh why would i wear that slam t-shirt i might as well just get a shirt that says male prostitute yeah that was really kind of was that a joke (laughs) i guess Yeah, supporting so long athletics, arts, and and music somehow means the same as being a male prostitute, or as we call them, prostitutes. So what did you think of that story turn as well, taking away all those It didn't really make sense, especially because, like, I know Skinner is, he's very budget conscious and thrifty, Mm. and we we all know that, but I don't think, I don't know, has it really been established that he's against extracurricular... Yeah, activities? I, I wanted a scene there where Chalmers is like, you have to cut budget or we're going to close the school. And then yeah. he's motivated to make these cuts. But instead, he's got this dastardly plan to take away the education. It's like, And he sings the song why? about, I've got an evil plan. That's not how the song went. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> like removing was. yeah arts arts and, and everything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it didn't really make much sense to me. Like, <laughs> no. I think, again, it was set up for the joke, like, you know, would you want to pay a dollar twenty three extra? You know, it's like... But yeah, and it didn't set up any good jokes, like, oh my god, they're taking the art room, and Willie, again, another Willie joke in this mm. episode, is taking it, I'm gonna cook my lean cuisine and you kill, nah, ha, 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 ha. What? Yeah, that that would ruin your lean cuisine, just quietly. Cuisine. Yeah. So, play count. Have you seen this episode before today? Yes, I have. Yes. How many times? Once, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I want to say once or twice before, yeah. Yeah, I can distinctly remember seeing it once going, fuck this, seeing it come on again and like, you know what, it's been a while, let me give it a chance. Why did I give it a chance? And here we are today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was one joke that I remember from it. It's a bit with the key, with the, the kind of master key to the school. Yeah. yeah. I did like that back and forth. Lisa kind of going, you know, what, what do you mean standard key release boilerplate? Oh, it's very, yeah. you know, proper. But then like the, I'm just going to lock this here. And she comes straight in with the key. This key unlocks everything. <laughs> yeah. It was a really long road to get there, but I did like the destination. Yeah, I must yeah. admit, I, I did have a little, uh, you had me annoyed, but now you're making me smile. So yeah, fuck yeah. you, but also, hey. <laughs> yeah. One of those ones where the actually pulling it out longer worked better. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, this is an episode that I have just totally avoided over the years. And you oh. know, season 15 has its moments. It's not entirely awful. This is just not one of them. Mm. Ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No, uh, not... Skin is off model. Martin's voice is a bit off as well, I felt. Yeah. He was very high pitched. Also, Lisa, uh, when she was singing, she kind of got more adult, like her voice. Because I was oh, I yeah. think it's probably hard to sing in character. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when she was hitting the, the powerful notes, yeah. she lost the Lisa voice. Yeah. Like, Yardley Smith is a fantastic voice actor. It's just unfortunate. Like, the musical moments, uh, it feels like they're rarely ever suited for Lisa. Mm. Especially the Gaga episode when it was like, mm. that song's just way out of her range. And yeah. And then, yeah, this one where, yeah, it's probably a key or two too high for it to hit a big note in a believable childish yeah. voice or something. Mm-hmm. The style of the episode, they've done parodies before. Yeah, well, look, the closest you know episode I've got to tie to this one is the Sherry Bobbins one. And it's not particularly an episode like, uh, I don't know, just ranking it off the top of my head is like a bronze or silver for me. Mm. And But even then, that to me still feels like a Simpsons episode, even mm. though they're doing like a musical Mary Poppins thing. Yeah, it feels yeah. more they've uh, Simpsonsized a musical rather than tried to... Take yeah. it and just shove a piece of it into itself. Think more, I suppose, the one with uh, that where they my fair laddie. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were they my fair lady groundskeeper Willie? Uh, talk about the wackiness of this episode. Having having alcoholic beverages and a fully run casino at an elementary school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as wacky moments, I mean, there was the weird joke with the gypsies as well. Yeah. I'll get the gypsies out of this. Sc- Why was that a joke? Like. It made yeah. no fucking sense. Other, or is that an American problem that we aren't aware of? Are gypsies invading public schools? I think I just appear mm. in places and, and <laughs> be gypsies. Although they, which season is the Lugash episode with? A couple of seasons ago. Because mm. I'm thinking it, it's like the exact same line. They're just double dipping where it's like, is my foot is me now? Like it's same as oh, is yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. It was the same voice and everything. No, very disappointing. But there yeah. weren't a lot of wacky moments. Like, there was wacky choices, like Homer with the stamps. Ooh, here's Elvis kissing a bat. Yeah. I'm a bat. I don't want you to kiss me. Was, oh, why? It was like, you'll be a big deal. Look at these stamps that are a big deal, I suppose. Yeah, it was, yeah very... It was supposed was to, I think it, the joke was that, like, Elvis is big and it was it Marilyn Monroe or something. But then it was like the Southwest tree bat or something. So yeah, and then, yeah, and then autumn really in springtime or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. How about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? I did not. No, not at all. No, not even when Lisa quit the the ruling class and then joined her proletariats. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It didn't really feel genuine. It wasn't like there was going to be any consequence to it. Yeah. No. It's like, we're on strike now. It's like, okay, you're not giving anything up. So Yeah. I think there was a threat of something there with Bart accidentally realizing that he liked protesting, but they didn't really follow it. Pull on that thread at all. No. I, d- I do like where Bart's being interviewed and just, her brother had this to say, Lisa yeah. is a nut. She has a rubber butt. <laughs> Every yeah. time she turns around, it goes putt, putt. It's like, fascinating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this rubber butt cannot you know, dance away from the problem. There were a couple of just those jokes. They weren't like gut busters or anything. They were just, you know, sideways smirks. I was about to say it's a, <laughs> but it wasn't even that. It was like a, mm. Yeah. I will say the episode is better than banging your shin on a coffee table. <laughs> well, banging your shin on a coffee table only lasts about 20 seconds of pain, though. Yeah, but it's a lot. Yeah. But just, it makes you feel so alive. This is about 22 minutes of just... Uh, it's like yeah. when you kind of... Would you watch this episode again? Here's yeah. the weird thing. Even if it was on, I feel like I wouldn't even know it was on. 
Yeah, like, it's it, that it, forgettable. It doesn't exist enough to me even notice I'd seen it again. Well, yeah, and comparing again to the Sherry Bobbins episode, it doesn't even launch into the musical aspect of it to make you feel like it's a musical episode and to see it come... Like, yeah, it's just so not running with its concept. Would you watch it again? I don't think I would. I think I would be like, uh... not like the songs are entertaining, mm. even. Mm. Um, no. If you're going to pick a musical to do, make it like a, an upbeat one, not like a sad one. Like, Evita is quite a sad emotional musical yeah like, and the whole thing with know. musical comedy the jokes come in the rhymes and yeah i hate to say this but as a lifelong fan of musical comedy you know i can see the jokes coming sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. and especially in that first song when it's a slow ballad like you can yeah. feel the rhymes coming so far away and you just sort of have to sit there and just go through it like yeah it doesn't feel surprising or gut-bustingly funny or anything not at all so what would you change about this episode to make it better uh, I would go right back to the beginning where it's uh, Lisa and Nelson running against each other for cl- student body president and just make the episode about that. Yeah. That sounds like there's a lot yeah. more fun to mind. Maybe do like a Watergate parody or some <laughs> shit. I don't you know. You know what? If this episode yeah. was made these days, it'd be like a Hillary and Trump parody, oh wouldn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> that would hurt too much. We're not ready for that. <laughs> no. But imagine that. Like Each of them go on like, the school's version of like Saturday Night Live Ugh. trying to lighten up their image. Yeah. <laughs> And then Trump goes, I am Donald Trump. No, 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 no. Vote for me. Uh, yeah, no, that's what he did. That was his campaign song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hated that moment from Nelson, by the way. I just wanted to work that in there. Yeah. Guest stars of this episode, Michael Moore made a brief oh, appearance, yeah, and I thought too. that was actually a good appearance. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind. Yeah, that joke was okay. Where did you get this information? From your mother. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, didn't overstay its welcome. Wasn't a guest star that was being obnoxiously themselves or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, musical moments. This episode had plenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first song, the ballad at the start with the making people vote for her. What do you guys think? It was weird because if you didn't know prior to watching that this was a musical episode, yeah. Yeah. the first that song is quite field. late. Uh, it's, yeah. It come, kind of comes like five, six minutes in and you're like, oh, are we? is this what we're doing now? It wasn't like right. from the very start. It's right at the end of the first act, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it came out of nowhere and then you're like... Watching this episode the first time, you would think up until that point that it was going to be an election episode, not a musical episode. Yeah. yeah, very disappointing. And then the second song is the makeover song. I think this was the best one of the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do still like it. It's like, dress... Pearls, shoes, millhouse. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I liked all those other things, but no. <laughs> and I thought the lyrics, I think it's maybe because it was a faster paced song as well that yeah, I feel yeah. like the jokes in the lyrics landed a bit better. Well, that and it, it carried plot as well. This is the one where we mentioned before where uh, Lisa's opinion turns and she starts getting yep. swayed by the nice things. Whereas the other songs are just explaining what's happening. Well, yeah, because then that brings us to the third song, which is... I don't think this is the technical term, it's just what I like to say, the plate spinning song. You know when you're watching a musical and there's the song where you get like five or six different vocal performances because mm-hmm. it's just everyone in the musical reminding you of what's happening, where yeah. we're at in the plot. It's like watching one person, you know, spinning about six plates in front of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, the evil plan song, Skinner and Bart and what do you think of this one? Really just forgettable because it feels like even this is a, if this is a clever parody of the original song, I have no yeah. idea. If they've done something good here, I don't know. Yeah. They didn't really make any jokes in it or anything no. either. So it wasn't like, uh, oh, I remember that. There was that one bit, though. It felt like, yeah, almost time-filling, plate-spinning. So Yeah. 
And then there was the two line song, which was just literally two lines. The tango takes two. Bart and Lisa mm. at the end of Act Two. Oh yeah. And then the last song was like a reprise of uh, "Don't Cry for Me," and that was like right at the end of the third act. Mm. So yeah, we've got both our first and third acts largely devoid of these musical moments, mm-hmm. which are essentially defining this episode, which makes it weaker because they're yeah. not helping define it. A song should be the crescendo. Yeah. You know? the, the the high point, the final big emotional push of the episode and it's just it's just a protest where everyone's sitting around yeah. and that's like the the final and they're like oh we gotta get rid of her we'll send her to a nicer school up oh, she's not going to a nicer school after all yeah the end just uh in the last five minutes let's go through some quick fire notes bt you start i like that willie calls them nose wiping hair combers <laughs> that is a good insult but then yeah he follows it off with that story like we were all in a cave and then no one made it out alive not even me and my scottish accent is terrible not even willie that was so dominant like yeah it undercuts the greatness of calling someone a nose wiping hair coma <laughs> i think it's creepy yeah that like a bunch of adult teachers were like doing a makeover which included clothes and everything to an eight-year-old girl that never happened to you <laughs> answer that <laughs> yeah because it, it, it shows her like in a towel at some stage and it's like is she like just standing on that little footstool and she's getting naked and they're like just dressing her and stuff I'm glad they moved through it quickly because yeah. I didn't have time to even think about that it was just made me feel in an episode where I had a lot of time to think as well <laughs> other notes about this episode Homer's whole oh just say that he's a little lardy da yeah. and he goes ding-a-ling-a-ling and yeah. Oh, that's a lovely quiche. I use a salad fork. And I was just, oh. That, so horrible. That was one, I start off not liking it, but then he just kind of keeps going for so long and you see him prancing across the lawn. It becomes, he becomes the butt of the joke rather than, yep. you know, suggesting that he be gay being the joke. It's just that Homer is so, thinks it's such a hilarious idea that Homer becomes the butt. But then he comes back in with a tutu and it's a little too much then. I didn't yep. mind where Marge goes, where'd you get that? And he just goes clothesline. At, at least it was a short explanation. I don't yeah. know if it made the bit work, though. But where do you get the, the basket with the flowers that he's scattering everywhere? And... Clothesline. <laughs> okay. You don't dry your flowers like that? I should, actually. No wonder your flowers are always so moist. <laughs> I like Dredrick Tatum, you know, part of the funds for tonight are going for people who I've injured, so, you know, have fun and also don't piss me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. He's like begging, please yeah, don't please. piss me off. <laughs> I like that he used the word recidivism as well. Recidivism? Mm. Victims of my recidivism. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that's hard to say with one. the Tatum lisp, yeah. Yeah. Why did they specifically call out PlayStation 1 and there was another, like, I think it was a joke, out. yeah. It was a non-joke, yeah. Well, because 2003, yeah, PS2 would have just come out then. So, yeah, it's a whole, let's buy the old console. For you kids today, that'd be like me going, let's go out and get a Wii U. <laughs> get oh, it? The, also, the, the weird one was her email address was something something 83 underscore backslash at yahoo.com yeah. I don't think oh, yeah. lost. smart girl 83 I don't think you can have a backslash in an email address <laughs> Jordan Zane will go I was <laughs> yeah. going to bring that up that's okay. in my notes <laughs> alright yeah, I've got to get another few anal corners actually go for it man Jordan Zane so Bart's locker is just good. like when Lisa comes up to like talk when it's she's totally going empty. he's yeah. totally empty yep. and I'm sure that he has some like pranks well, hidden that, in why somewhere. is he even in there because he's not carrying anything yeah so why yeah. is even opening his locker if there's nothing yeah, in there. Know. Opens up, still empty. The other Bart moment that stuck out to me, the brick thing. Oh, yeah. Throwing the brick at the window and it rebounding. 
That was just sad. Anyway, more anal corner? Uh, yes. More anal corner! <laughs> uh, wait, has this always been the case and I've just never noticed it before? But the bus, the school bus, yeah. it says Spring Filed Elementary School. It might be. I've never paid that much attention to it. Spring Filed, really? F-I-L-E-D. And I thought, did I just miss it? And then uh, Mr. Graffle moves out of the way and it does say L-E-D at the end. And I was like, that's weird. Have I just mm. never noticed that or is it just in this episode? We will keep an eye out for this, folks. Yeah, that could be that could be huge. Hang on. Yeah. Hey, listeners. Jordan was right. There is one scene in this episode where there is the misspelling on the side of the bus saying Springfield instead of Springfield. But as amazing as it would be to have this reoccurring bit of misspelling on the side of a school bus, unfortunately, that's not the case. No, later on in this episode, it's spelt correctly, and I've checked a bunch of different episode stills, and yeah, it's always spelt Springfield. But anyway, good keen eye, Jordan. I'll be posting a picture of it tomorrow to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Let's get back to the show. Was that it? For my anal corner, yes. All right. Well, just a couple of more quick. Oh, got to be quick. Bart's whole b- back and forth with Marge. Oh, they weren't kudos. That was sarcasm. Oh, really? Was it? Yes. Oh, Homer. And I'm now, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. yeah. Painful. Yeah. A couple of good sign gags as well. Uh, when Ken Brockman's reporting on the strike, there's a sign behind that says Alphabet Coop. Or Alphabet yep. Coup. Oh, okay. Um, one of the kids is holding a sign that says, Flunk yeah, yeah. me, flunk you. <laughs> um, and then Nelson's uh, logo I liked as well. It was just like a fist. Like when they were doing their speeches on the, and they had a banner in front of each of them. And yeah. Lisa's is like a cut yeah, out of yeah. a head. And Nelson's is just a huge fist. <laughs> Another joke I really didn't like, but you guys seem to giggle at with Millhouse on the ropes. Oh, almost there, almost there. Repo man. Uh, just because it was really shocking, because the guy cuts it and the other, and uh, was it Raphael? Raphael pulls yeah. the mat out of the way and he just slams on the oh. ground. It's like, ow! And he's like, hey, hey, I love my job. It's like the su- surprisingly me. Raphael <laughs> I mean, is a sarcastic sociopath. Quite clearly, he really is. <laughs> and the last joke that I liked was Ralph going, "Ah, oh, look what they did to my triangle!" And it was a square. I thought they were just going to bend it all out straight. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. They did that on Futurama. Yeah, that's right. With uh, when benders go around and he's ruining everything by (laughs) bending it in his sleep. And then Zoidberg goes, my pet slinky, my lovable pet slinky. And it's all straightened out. Yeah, hey, if it's a triangle, you could do the same joke. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, it is time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe the episode's just meh, you give it a participant, but for the good rankings, you got bronze, silver, gold, and for the best of the very best uh, episodes, which we're probably not going to watch today, (laughs) definitely not going to watch today, you give a cubic zirconia. Now let me go first, I'm going to show you how it's done. This was almost a failure for me, but I feel like the couple of good jokes bring it up to participant, but... No, this episode, it isn't offensively bad, but it is insufferable. So that's my uh, ranking, BT. Uh, I'm going to participate as well. I just, I don't feel enough about it to hate it, to want to. So it is arguable that it is worth a failure from simply being so dull, but I just, I don't have the emotion to throw a failure at it. So it's a participant. It's a very beige participant. Write the word (laughs) participant in like the most boring color. In, like, cream on white. <laughs> and that's what how I feel about it. Apathetic. Just draw it while yeah. you, like, Gently pour at it. <laughs> yeah. Not even, like, looking at the page. You're just writing it. Yeah, like, like, Partis. Not even. Just put it on your to-do pile. <laughs> exactly. Jordan? It, yeah, it's not as awful as some other things. So, yeah, I think participant is a good rank for it. But it's, like, a low participant. It's any yeah. worse. Any, like... 
other little tiny slip up, it would be sentenced to hell. Yeah, that's it. It, it managed to walk the tightrope just in a really boring way. Yeah. Yeah. That was not a great metaphor. I am walking a tightrope. <laughs> There is no risk because I am one centimeter above <laughs> the ground. Now the the tightrope is just drawn on the ground. <laughs> and they just walk. Tightrope practice, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll equal a unanimous participant all around. It will join such episodes as Brick Like Me, Yellow Subterfuge, Donnie Fatso, Thursdays with AB, Any Given Sundance, My Fair Laddie, My Fair Lady. Yeah, that sounds about yes. right for this one. Mm-hmm. All right. Now to decide which episode comes next, we turn to our DM Beach. Roll the dice. All right, so this, I'm going to be rolling my uh, Good Games D6. Good Games for all your tabletop <laughs> needs. Sponsor us. Three again. So that's going to be... It'll be uh, yeah, I'm just going with like third on the list. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay, that will be... Oh, shit. That's a reaction. What are we watching? Oh, no. We are going all the way to season 16 and watching the episode that commits the sin of... It seems pretty racist. Ooh, oh, good. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> And this episode is Prankster Rap. We'll be back. (laughs) And we are back, and we just watched Season 16, Episode 9, Prankster Rap. It was written by Matt Zorman and first released in February 05. In this episode, Bart defies his parents' wishes by going to a rap concert. And the parents soon suspect that he snuck out of the house to go... Then Bart conjures up a big plan to make them think that he was kidnapped, and then Police Chief Wiggum accidentally arrests Kirk in relation to the kidnapping, and stuff happens. Guys, what did you think? Uh, really should have been called Prankster's Paradise. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I hated it. Yeah? Really? Wow. <laughs> I, I actually like this one more than the last one, because oh, at least really? something happened. I yeah, actually think there was a decent episode in there that yeah. was bookended at the start and finish by really offensive scenes that don't even know how to deal with rap <laughs> like, at I, all. I don't know about offensive, but deeply lame. Yeah. There was, there was some moments in it, though, that just made me cringe. Like, from... What do you cringe from? Do you cringe from ear to ear? <laughs> eye to I, chin I think it's more like neck to sphincter yeah it's a whole oh. body tensing as yeah. you like before we dive in let's remember this is the seems racist episode which in our seven deadly sins is envy yes. as obviously everyone who hates another race or any other creed is just jealous of them deep down absolutely and the handling of Bart being into rap look because it's not a foreign idea that Bart would be into hip hop music no. and he at one point in his life did the Bartman yes. <laughs> indeed he did do the Bartman didn't he <laughs> <laughs> but the way that Nancy Cartwright chose to deliver his vocal performance in this episode yeah. was largely part of the cringe yeah anytime he says anything rap-ish it's got this kind of let's say Lilt. urban uh, it's a bit more A-A-V-E um, which, is, which is African American vernacular English, <laughs> which I mean, is the, that which is the widest way to describe it. But do go well, on. No, no, no. It's yeah. the, it's the. I mean, if like, you're going to say that, you have to put on a tweed jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because it's because ebonics is is yeah. bad is a bad term. Um, so African American vernacular English is the technical term. Yeah. Um, Even though I know it's not the best term, but ebonics is kind of a cool word. It's cool, and then you go wait. And yeah, I mean, no. from from where it, the con- I mean, it sounds cool. The construct of it, where it's come from. It, look, it sounds cooler to say yeah. than AAVE. 
but just or Eve for short. Yeah, but the way they don't. chose to handle it in this episode was, oh, man, it, honestly, it felt like middle-aged white people wrote it and middle-aged white people delivered it. Yeah. yeah, and and a middle-aged white man had the most speaking parts of a black rapper. Yeah, that was that sounded so much like Hank Azaria to me, it was. and yeah. it was so bad. Which is weird. You think that'd be a good opportunity to get a voice, like a vocal, yeah, uh, a voice guest in voice guest. They no, did absolutely. Get, didn't they? They did get Fifty Cent, right? They got Fifty Cent, and to be fair, I actually liked his line. Where yeah. you know, is that it for my community service? Okay, let's go pick up Dark Poop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming maybe his acting chops aren't quite up to a full episode, but I'm sure you could you could find someone. Snoop Dogg's been in plenty of things. He's he's pretty good at it. Yeah, Ludacris, I thought would have been an amazing choice. Well, that's the, a real person. Yeah, yeah. Ludacrismus. Um, he's a great actor. Yeah, as we saw in that Thirty Rock episode. Oh, it's Ludacris in like the Fast and Furious movies as well, isn't he? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, let's just preface this conversation with people out there. We are not the best authorities on hip hop music, <laughs> like. I was a metalhead throughout high school. I largely ignored it and sort of late to the party when I have been listening to hip-hop a lot, you know, in my late 20s or yep. 30s because I, I genuinely love the bass lines in it, being a bass player. Like, mm. what about you guys? Where do you? Um, I don't mind hip-hop, actually, but I, I guess I am maybe a bit more of a white stereotype yeah. in that um, I kind of like nerdy hip-hop. Yeah. Beastie Boys and Ugly Duckling, I really, I really like, <laughs> um, and uh, and stuff like that. I got my mum once for Christmas to buy me in, in a best of uh, NWA uh, oh, like yeah, greatest right. hits album, and she didn't realize until she bought it and then got it. And then my brother was like, because he's nine years older than me, he was like, "What? Did you, if you looked at the, the, yeah. the album, miss?" <laughs> and then she looked at the things like, "A bitch is a bitch." <laughs> like, she swallowed what? it. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, she swallowed know, just her just, medication. No, just yeah. <laughs> just don't bite it is the uh, oh. <laughs> the name of the song. But uh, yeah, so and Beach, your hip hop. <laughs> oh man, um, I I uh, in my teen years did listen to some Eminem, and that's more or less it. I don't know a lot. There are bits and pieces I couldn't name artists or songs specifically that I do like. Yeah, I, I do appreciate the like. Uh, in in the ones I do like, I like the composition of words and how they flow them together. Yeah. yeah, the way that um you can kind of make yeah the language kind of flow together. Mm. And I, I really and like an, it. And finding an interesting way to do that, you're like I like what you did there. Yeah, I do more like Aussie hip. Like if I was to say what is my favorite hip hop band, it'd probably be Butterfingers. Like yeah, uh, Americans go check them out anyway. So look, we're not the foremost authority on this. Go ask someone else. But yeah, to us, like I think we can generally agree this episode felt very uncomfortable. For better or worse, what joke stood out to you? Oh my god, the worst one in the whole fucking episode was that Millhouse Frisbee thing. No, oh, it, it that, took so long. That to me is an example of a good joke that turns bad, where Millhouse is just throwing a Frisbee, it's laying on the ground, he's running and getting it, when everyone thinks Bart's kidnapped. Yeah. But it just goes for so long. He throws it six times before yeah. any kind of like, punchline. Yeah, twice as funny. Yeah. And I do like his punchline of, oh, I miss Bart, he used to watch me do this. Yeah, he could have done that, but I mean, he could have done that after the second one, or midway yeah. through the second throw. Yeah. yeah. That's all we needed, and then he just kicked, and I was like... Yeah, to do it over and over. It's not... Still going, is it? Well, think back to um, when Bart and Milhouse aren't allowed to be friends, and Milhouse is just on the seesaw jumping by himself. Yeah, and it's like he does it like twice, maybe three times, and that's it takes like a half second for each jump, yeah. and that's as, and that's all that is, and it's a good quick punch. Let you know, yeah, he's without Bart, he's lonely, and in this one, it's just throw the frisbee, go get frisbee, 
Throw it again. R- times that by six. Yeah, it's the worst use of a rake joke. And, like, you feel very aware that it went on for, like, 30 seconds. Like, mm. Very poor. Very poor joke. Uh, what joke stood out to you, Jordan? The concert uh, as well. Yeah. It was a cavalcade of really bad stereotypes. Medical oh, yeah. That I didn't like. Like, Bart getting up on stage, and I yeah. was, like, wanting to rip my hair out. And he's like... Yo, give me that mic back unless you know how to use it. I'm like, no, please. Oh, God, no. Oh, he no. knows how to use it. <laughs> and um, then he starts rapping, and the the like, the like woman in the audience is like, uh, oh, no, he didn't. Like, I can't oh. believe they did. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh. Cliche. Oh, he's straight tripping. Which I think they're spelling the word D-I apostrophe N apostrophe T. Hmm, that's spelling. (laughs) Yeah, and speaking of uncomfortable rap jokes, yeah, something that stood out to me was the awkward Homer Marge fucking freestyle. that was bad. Where he's like, let me put this in terms you understand. And then gets Maggie to... In like a rhythm, and it's like, but that makes no sense. Also... They, then, I don't mm. think they established the rhythm of Maggie's sucking to no. like really inform you that you knew that was going on. Yeah, it no. was it was odd and like no I sense. think there would have been something simple like if Maggie like had covered her mouth in the way that beatboxers do, that would have like just signaled that. Been a bit more of a clue that, that that's where we're going with this, and yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and there still would have been a rap afterwards, and that still would have been so terrible. And this is one of those it. things where like yeah, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to do an awkward parent rap that was so white, but that's exactly what it was and it was just awkward and fucking like my stomach was cringing it wasn't a face cringe it was a stomach cringe yeah Yeah. it wasn't because they've been lame before in hilarious ways like where Marge is like oh we can have a dance party right here every Simpson dance now I'll go (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah uh, yeah that's that's kind of hilariously lame next question for better or worse what story points stood out to you now for me when I said at the start there was a better episode in this like I liked the whole police chief Wiggum thing. I thought mm, they yeah. actually handled his character pretty well, and that was like a good turn where Lisa discovers the thing, and then everybody wants to be in on it. Yep. Yeah. But the one thing that stood out to me that was a failure of this episode is where they introduced the fact that Milhouse has a problem with his dad being in jail, of course. Yeah. And then that is just forgotten after that scene. Yeah, completely. Because that's what I thought was going to happen. They're going to be, look, Kirk's happy because he's getting attention because he's in prison. And he's Uh, desirable and everything. And he's getting food. (laughs) And he's getting more food. Yeah. (laughs) I I liked that they had that sort of thing with running with Kurt where it's like, oh, you'll be put in a small, dirty jail cell. Well, not as small and dirty as this place. (laughs) Yeah. As this apartment, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But... Yeah, I thought that's where I was going to go, that everyone's happy, but, you know, Milhouse is furious because Bart's just letting his dad's reputation get dragged through yeah. the mud. And he's not going to understand, no, dad's happier. He's going to be like, I want my dad back. And the fact that it didn't tie back to that just sucks. Like, it made so much more sense that that was the, the point to hang it on. Yeah. And if you'd followed that and been all about, no, we have to get out the truth for his son's sake, because Kurt could be, look, even though I'm in prison, I'm getting fed better. I'm not going to ever see my son. Yeah. That could have been a real heart moment, but instead it just ends with yeah. a party. Yeah, t- pool party. <laughs> they really, yeah, they really kind of point out the ridiculousness of so it as well. So Kirk's still in jail then. Yeah. But I don't know how well, long you get for kidnapping. But we don't it's... know because there's a bit. And Millhouse is still depressed. This is going to kind of be a, yeah, well, true. Almost like an anal corner. Like, why the hell? Like, they say, okay, we've got to go stop. You know, the one person who would have the footage from, mm-hmm. like, releasing it. Yeah. And Kirk just goes with them, yeah. like, out of the cell. Yeah. I'm like, who was guarding this prison? Yeah. Who would just let him out? That's really weird. Well, presumably he has to go back to it because that's where he was happy. So he's there for the next five to ten. Mm. 
And I fucking hated that. Um, oh, I made a jacket with all our faces on it for this conspiracy that we're I doing. I kind of like that. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just making commemorative things for things you have to hide. I, yeah. I, I enjoy that. But that how did he make it knowing that, you know, like, oh, yeah, it was that all four of those it. people yeah. would be in on it? But And it's kind of saved with the joke, you know, you can never wear it, but <laughs> they took a long road to get there. Yeah, yeah. Because it was two episodes in one. It was this sort of hip-hop story that was... Yeah, shining a light on the industry, and also it was this Chief Wiggum gets promoted for mm, finally yeah. doing his job story. And you know, yeah. they could have like doubled down on the rap story, and because there's a bit where they go, "Oh, you want to join my tour?" and it's like, yeah, he could have actually. We could have had like a Lollapalooza kind of episode with Bart on this uh, Murder yeah. for Life. Tour. Yeah, like why wasn't he keeping like if they're gonna do this kidnapping story anyway? Yeah. Why aren't they keeping that up? Bart following these rappers on tour and. Um, constantly calling his parents and saying, oh, yeah, they've got me now. Would listen to the gun sound. You well, know. it could even be like he just calls mum and says, hey, you said I couldn't go to this concert, but now I'm touring with them. Look how successful I am without you losers. Yeah. That would have yep. been fine as well. And then he eventually understands that, no, he needs his family. Mm. Okay, it, it could have just been a different episode. So what story points stood out to you for better or worse? Uh, story points, I don't think, I think we've already discussed my main one, which was, yeah, the whole Millhouse thing that just goes away. Yeah. I didn't get to point out the joke I liked, which was the names of some of the rappers going to be at Murder for Life, like the Glock Pointers and Champagne Millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Did he have a, um, a, an IV with champagne yeah. directly into his yeah. veins? Champagne Millionaire, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, I, like, I like that as a name. Yeah, actually, much like the Jazzy and the Pussycats episode, that was like how they had the good riff of funny jazz names. They had some good, uh, good funny yeah, yeah. jazz, uh, fucking fuck. They had some good funny rap names. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to say. All right, uh, play count. Have you seen this episode before today? Indeed, I have. How many times? Probably the once, possibly the twice. <laughs> How about you, Jordan? I haven't. No. Yeah, I I know I've seen this twice at least because this is another one of the situations. Watched it back in the day, and then the reason why I watched it again was because of worst episode ever. The podcast that only watches the bad episode of The Simpsons trying to figure out which one's the worst episode ever. Go check it out. I appeared on it once. Yeah. And uh, let's play a quick game. What did we? Worst episode ever. Rank this episode. They've done 107 episodes so far. What number do you think it's ranked as? 56. 56? Jordan? Ooh, uh, I was going to say something like maybe 83. 83 out of 107. As in 107 is worse? 107 is the best of the worst. Oh. So number one is the worst episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> then I'm going to say like 22. 22? 56? Yeah. Beach wins. It came in at number 40. Oh, okay. So as of uh, the, the today yeah, week. Yeah, because this was not... I mean, it's... it's uh, Honestly, they put a few more jokes into this. I could, would have enjoyed it a lot more. Plot-wise, I think it works fairly well, despite the fact that it could have been better. In spite of itself, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, w the wackiness of the episode. Um, the whole rap star thing, yeah. Dog eats the remote. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that bit at the start, where Lisa fucking... Oh, every time the dog barks, it changes yeah. the channel. She saw that happen once. Yeah, yeah. and just knows about it. Um, and then it happens a few more times. And then in the next cut to her, she goes, I think the dog swallowed the remote. And it's like, you already implied that you knew that based on one fucking... Ah, that was just so poorly fucking yeah. rolled yeah. out. Two jokes, uh, wacky jokes I want to point out. So when Bart gets on stage and starts rapping, he starts rapping yep. out Homer. For some reason, he has his photo in his back pocket. Yeah. Like, uh. Why do you have that? 
Yeah, and the thing I hate about that is, like, they've got no context for who Homer is. Yeah, yeah. But they're all like, yeah, dis Homer, woo! Yeah. And it's like, what? Uh, another bit, another example of a good to a bad joke is when he's riding in the massive stretch wrap uh, pimped Hummer. Yeah. And he's like, and the guy's like, I got a, a wax museum down in the basement. I like that there's a line, but then he kind of, there's a staircase, and it's like, no. And just, then the, the, it says the house of wax, and it's like, ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, just leaving that as a line, there's an implication there's a basement big enough for a yeah, wax yeah. museum. That was funny by itself. In a low riding limit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Similar vein Similar to Barge having a Like, mm-hmm. uh, Homer's looking for the remote, reaches into Marge's hair, and yeah. there's a picture of, a framed picture of Lenny. Weird. I don't know what that's Not referencing. Lenny. <laughs> But then he just throws it away and just doesn't mention it. Like, he knows it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very weird. And there's a, a mention of, of a, I know it's a joke, but it's like, that's the cheapest legal popcorn you can buy. Yeah. I'm like, legal popcorn? Is yeah. there an illegal popcorn? Like, well, they're like, yeah, most of the kernels are teeth. <laughs> like, any worse, it just wouldn't be popcorn anymore. It's it would just, just be all like, teeth. Yeah. See, that's good. And, and I think that is a reference to if you, like... um make uh, get teeth hot enough they will pop like popcorn <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's gonna terrify me to never smile in the sun again yeah, yeah. i learned that on breaking bad yeah. okay just quick sign gag homer is reading gravy aficionado oh yeah. <laughs> that was good. oh yeah the the browns are now in or something or the new browns are in <laughs> a cubic zirconia joke in a to be determined ranking later mm-hmm. episode so as far as wacky moments in this ep- i don't think besides the rap things where they were sort of playing with the wackiers in terms of their indulgence and everything. But again, it felt so awkward. Yeah. I, I mean, this has been dwelt on numerous times before, but Skinner, like, pointing out, oh, a second most wanted criminal after El Barto. <sighs> yeah. Whoever and that they, may be. And they point at the sign. They're literally pointing at it yep. for about two Just seconds. pointing it out. And I thought... That this is really being done, but surely, surely, surely someone knows by now. And another wacky bit at the end where Seymour, again, he's at the pool party for no reason. He's like, oh, uh, do you think you could use an administrator on your oh, crew? No. He was there because Lisa pulled him into it to bust part, oh, right. and they went to uh, Alcatraz to... All right. But yeah, I do like the bit... To be wh- fair. <laughs> the bit where they're watching the concert footage, and they're like, well, maybe we could pinpoint the time, someone with a big clock, Flavor Flav style. It's like, yeah. well, what date? And then there's the date on the show. Thursday the 20th. I kind of like that, yeah. 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 Um, but what about the heart? Like for me, Marge was almost heartbreaking. Yeah, I know that was, and again, I thought that was going to be a, maybe a turnaround plot-wise, where Bart's like, "Oh shit, I'm really upset, Mum." Yeah, uh, but then and he they... doesn't really. He just puts on Jiffy Pop for some reason. Yeah, they don't. They just let that whole part of the episode fall by the wayside, where yeah. you feel, yeah, they show Bart and he's uh, feeling guilty about making his mum feel this way, mm. and then nothing really comes of it. Yeah. And in fact, Marge, we never find out what Marge thinks about all this. About, yeah. Because she, she obviously has to, at some point, find out this has all been a big conspiracy and he faked it. That would be devastating. Yes. That would be... Well, especially because he almost, he antagonizes her as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, they yeah. say, stop worrying, because if you worry too much, they'll kill me. And it's like, oh yeah. my God, what a terrible thing to say. I think that's say. him trying to defuse her, but not really know how. He's like, no, no, stop worrying, because otherwise you'll make it worse. Yeah. That, that'll stop her. Yeah. No, that was good, but then they didn't uh, hit on how, like, that would have affected her and then how like the two big heart moments with this episode were Milhouse and Marge mm. and they just fucked them off they out vanish, of, yeah. Yeah. Would you watch this episode again? There's not really a reason to. It really no. I'm, I'm gonna if I feel like just wasting half an hour, sure. Yeah. I do that sometimes. I wouldn't. No. I think I'd skip it. Uh it's just it, it, 
I'm trying to think of what was a good joke in there that I was like, yeah, I'd sit through this episode. Yeah, you watch joke, it. Yeah, just yeah. because there's, it's like I do really like the Wigan plot line. I will uh, say, that's yeah, the thing. yeah, I like what you what you were saying before. With this could have been really cool, like Wigan trying to like redeem himself in the eyes of the town. Like, you know, I'm not a loser. I do. And you know what I'm doing somewhat. And until the conspiracy, he, does, he actually does a great job. Then it's like... Yeah. This was a, an annoying point I was going to make, actually, was that he still figured out exactly who it was. It doesn't matter that the kidnapping was fake. He still determined Bart's location. Yeah, but yeah. Using as a police skills. officer, you would expect him to figure that out as well. Yeah, so. but, you know, he he did do it himself. It wasn't... He yeah. didn't get any yeah. help from anyone. He, yep. did, he wasn't lazy. He was determined to do it. Mm. And he did it. And I think that was a that was a really good plot point, but it was and they I felt like they took it in the natural direction, which is oh, it turns out that the the, the thing that predicates his success now is compromised. So he's like, oh fuck, I've got to protect this. Yeah, this is all I've got. Now. Yeah, and you know he might not have another case like this fall into his you lap. To there's another thing that doesn't get set back to zero. He's still commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk's still in jail. He's still commissioner. Marge and Milhouse is still traumatized. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. F- a lot of loose ends there, episode. Oh, this conversation makes me hate it more. And this, and this <laughs> episode, as we said before, goes straight into this something about marrying. So it's not like they yeah. even uh, yeah. try they, and. They didn't improve. No, no. Especially touching on uh, touchy social issues. Uh, can we quickly take a trip to John and Zed, O'Connor? Because yeah. I have one and I'm curious if it's the same oh, as okay, one sure. you have. So, uh, Comparing uh, anals. Honors. Um, why would Chief Wiggum frame those newspaper headlines? It just implies that he knew he was in them, but didn't really read them. Yeah, that's how the joke landed, and I actually liked that bit. Fair enough. What was your anal corner? Yes. Bart jumps out of his bedroom window, like just jumps straight out. Yeah. He's on the second floor, and yet somehow yeah. he manages to come lean back in and hug his crusty doll. It's like, are you hovering right now? Because <laughs> normally he climbs yeah. on the tree, but he doesn't do it. He just leaps right out of it. Yeah, like we saw in Bart versus Thanksgiving. There's the branch yeah. that comes out and, yeah. I mean, he's gone out that window plenty of times, but it's always been, yeah, onto the tree. It's never just been jumped straight no. out. Maybe his hoodie is like a kind of a wingsuit. Well, who's yelling wizard <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't say it, though. Um, I was going to say there's a, they say like, put down your Glocks or something like that, but then none of them are Glocks. Like, oh, maybe there's one or two Glocks, but there's none. Uh, that's it. But they're the clock right. pointers. Oh, and the shoes change color from white to like all colors. On the, <laughs> when they show the 200-inch plasma or whatever, yeah. and all yeah. the shoes around them are all white, uh, and then the they close in, and it's, yeah, they're Zoom all Zoom in more definition. Yeah. Wizard. Yep. So what would you change about this episode? I know for me personally, I would change all the rap scenes. I'd just get rid of them. Get rid of the rap itself. Because it's actually a good episode about Chief Wiggum that is set up on bad foundation and then ends on bad foundation. It's just the second act of this episode is kind of good. Mm, yeah, I agree. The second act is really where the strength of this one is. Yeah. yeah. Just give it an actual ending and yeah. pull back in either Marge or Millhouse as your emotional anchor Yeah, and you'd have so much more there. But instead it's just, oh, it's a party at the end. Yeah. I think I'd get rid of that like Andy Griffith show... Like little yeah. thing as Ties well. to the next question. The guest stars of this episode, Dana Gould actually played Barney Fife. Oh, okay. Uh, who I, I don't get the reference and No one does. This seemed very it seemed like a reference that Dana Gould would get. It's it's from the Andy Griffith show. But uh, oh, right. Yeah, that's so yeah, he was playing this cop who was giving police chief Wiggum some motivation in a dream sequence yeah. and Well that's weird. Isn't Wiggum awake then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
He's lucid dreaming? What's that? I yeah, I guess. Because they don't show it like, you know, in the, the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode with the, mm. um, like him drinking the warm milk. Yeah, and taking his, yeah. Like, clearly occurring when he's asleep. Yeah. They just show it on the TV and, and then. see it. And then he calls attention to it by saying like, what, you're a ghost now? And. Yeah. Yeah, it was very strange. I would just mm. remove that. Doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. And musical moments. Yeah, I think we've gone over them already. Marge and Homer's awkward rap. The rap at the begin uh, uh, with Bart and Alcatraz on stage. There was a music cue I really liked where when Homer burns the Murder for Life shirt for, that's evidence, and there's a dun dun music, and then he burns his own yeah. shirt. It's dun dun, and then he burns his own pants. It's dun dun. Yeah, I, I did like. That I too. do like how he just plays the same shocking music. Even yeah. though it gets, it gets gets dumber and dumber. It does. And I think they kind of saved that joke with like <laughs> Lisa relaying the story and Principal Skinner but going, but what? why did he burn his pants? <laughs> like, I think it was kind well, of saved there, we but kind not of really. Know Homer hates pants, though. We he does. <laughs> Do you ever get tired of pants? <laughs> um, any other notes about this episode, BT? I do like the headline, Wiggum Rescues Boy. No, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, there's a weird bit where Homer gets stuck in the dog door and Patty and Selma show up, but they're coming through the back door for some reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they, they make up Homer and he's halfway through. He's like, oh, no, no. Am I pretty? Oh, no, no. Yeah. That was, mm, uh, no, I could do without that. Jordan, any other final notes about this episode? Um, yeah, on the theme of this episode, it's kind of racist. Like, there's a bit where he mentions the Seminoles, which I know is names for sports teams. Yeah. But then he does, like, a weird kind of uh, Native American, like, kind of chant, but in, like, saying something. I can't remember what it was. Beat the spread. Beat the spread. Yeah. Uh, and He's kind of doing the, the, uh, the what is it, Atlanta Braves Indian chop thing. Yeah. I don't know how that is exactly. Mm. I only know that because I saw it, like, in um, Men in Tights. So yeah, I, I only vaguely know what that is. But then, yeah. you know... Tight tights. Like, Alcatraz calls someone a uh, bar a yellow cracker. Yeah, that was particularly awkward. And then he had his sign-off line, which was, oh, we're going to go murder those who oppose us. Peace. And yeah. again, this feels like such middle-aged white guy writing and really something I know nothing about. Like, hey... Like, yeah, this is what rap people do. Yeah. So, well, it's going to just fuck with the stereotype. You know what and I mean? Kind of fun is they did, like, the Wayne's World, Alice Cooper backstage bit where they're all just, oh, hello, young man. Can we help you with yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's all just stage persona. We yeah. actually speak properly behind stage. In and... fact, the no the noble native tribe of this area was, <laughs> <laughs> they pronounced it Milliwoke, which is El Gotham for the good land. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of, like, quick, quick sign gags really quickly. Um... Outside Millhouse's room, little thing where it's saying Millhouse's room every Wednesday and alternate Saturday. Yeah, I saw that. I just, yeah, okay, I'll pay that. Oh, and it, just a weird sign one was the, the water credits. Yeah. Yeah, an odd choice. With the water splashing. And uh, yeah, actually, that was a joke I'd remove as well. Homer's like, you know, sometimes the, the only thing is cannonball. And uh, yeah, that whole ending can fuck Yeah, it, it's it's all very sexy party. Ah, uh, fuck it so much. All right, quick fire mentions about this episode. I do like when Homer loses the remote and he yells out, okay, this is not a drill. I feel it's like as, actually a, lost. as a frequent remote loser myself. <laughs> yeah. um, the Salad of the Christ. See, this was the thing that was put in between the Lisa explaining yeah. what mm -hmm. had happened and felt uncomfortable and shoehorned in. They kind of looked like the Veggie Tales as well. No, yeah. that's what they were going for, yeah. yeah. Marge had a good line about hip-hop, which was then undercut by her performing hip-hop. But the good line anyway, which was, oh, this music promotes violence. No, and uh, promotes punching, boastfulness, and disrespect <laughs> to hoes. <laughs> 
Which, yep. no, that was yep. a good line, but then was undercut by the thing uh, that she went into a freestyle afterwards. I, I do like promotes boastfulness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a weird bit about Chalmers' like, sick wife. Yeah, yeah. That, was the, that was the last line of the episode where Skinner's all, do you have a need for a you know uh, educational professional here? And he's like, yeah, we do. We already got one, though. And then Chalmers' like, I think they're making fun of me, but my wife is very sick. And it's yeah. like, oh, that's really sad. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't make you feel good about watching this episode. No. Yeah, it should, could have just been, I know they're making fun of me, but the money is good. Yeah. <laughs> Did they end the second act with Bart going, I caramba? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was the tombstone joke. I was going to mention oh. that as well, where like, they had the tombstone with a joke, you know, proud D student or whatever, and then he goes, I caramba, yeah. off camera. Like, yeah. it, it was just, it was bad. badly staged and bad joke itself. Homer going, oh, NWA stands for not without ass welts. Uh, How clunky is that? Yeah, really you could literally terrible. hear, <laughs> as they're jamming it in there without the appropriate yeah. lubricant. They're just smacking it in with a hammer. They did like a uh, Wiggum's verbal kind of joke of, all right, bratty hearse. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, like that. that's not bad. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind uh, Homer's joke as well when Bart throws the brick in the window when he goes, oh, a flying rock, call a geologist. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was right. Not as good as Mr. Burns' line a few seasons ago of, uh, so there's a bird has come petrified and lost its sense of direction. <laughs> yeah. No, that was excellent. This was actually a great joke that turned shitty for me where Bart goes, I need to go somewhere where... Th- uh, I need to go somewhere to escape the heat or something. Mm-hmm. I can need to avoid the heat. Yeah. And Millhouse goes, oh, you can come to my house. The heating's always off. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. But then he goes, see, look, my dad made a coat out of stuffed animals. Yeah, and again, he also has a, he also has a photo of Kirk. Is carrying a photo of your dad something people do that I shouldn't? <laughs> it's a Springfield uh, bylaw. Yeah, oh. where's your photo of the wolf, man? <laughs> I have that upstairs. It's fantastic. <laughs> it should be in your wallet if you've learned nothing else from this episode. Your back yeah, pocket. Yeah, my brother and I really want to do like a um, Andy Warhol multicolored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd work. I liked the joke of Wiggum going, oh, "I'm going to hit the bottle," and he's hitting a bottle of maple syrup. Yep. And then he fell asleep in his flapjacks. I We've all that. been there. He stumbles upon a clue and he goes, I need you guys to go to the Quickie Mart. We've already been there. I didn't mind that one as well. Yeah. We've already been there twice. This time it's not personal. <laughs> All right. Let's rank this thing, Jordan. Uh, I I don't know if I hated it enough as some of the other ones that I've, I've given failure. That's the only thing. But uh, I feel bad giving it a participant. Um, you give it a whatever you want, man. It's your yeah. uh, cut. Come back to me in a few seconds. BT. I'm on participant. I just maybe I'm insensitive. And I'm just not offended enough to really hate it. Yeah. Um. I think the plot. It could have been bronze. Hell, it could have even been silver if they tied the plot in better. But they just didn't. That bugs me a lot. That makes me angry after almost fail it. But I just I I'm not. I don't care enough. It's fair enough. Um. Yeah. Not a whole lot of jokes, but I do like the plot structure that is there. I do really like the Wiggum uh, storyline, and that's what makes me wish it was better. Because what is there, I do like fairly well. It just had so much more potential. It's a participant. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. See, for me, the second act. What I said before, like really, that was the moment I knew what I'm ranking this thing because this was a bronze. Yeah, maybe even silver second act that was just book ended by yeah. fucking failure. And so this is an instance for me where the highs and lows totally even out into a participant. That's where I'm at. Jordan, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and agree with you. I think, yeah, participant, it's, 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 not, it's not all bad. Um, yeah, that middle act does kind of save it from, uh, gives it a little bit of redemption. Um, mm. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's go with that. All right. Well, no need to 
see what it'll be paired with because it'll be paired with the last episode. Mm. And now we need to decide on the next episode. DM, could you please pull out your dice? Uh, I'll be using my uh, ThinkGeek chainmail dice bag. Available Ooh. from thinkgeek.com for all your thinky geeky stuff. You like the way that sounds? That sound could be in your hands. It could be indeed. Okay, I'm going to roll my d6 here. Uh, a one. Ooh. All right. This is committing the sin of adding a pointless backstory. What is the equivalent of that on our seven deadly sins? Uh, that is gluttony. Just shoving in more story where you do not need it. Oh, it is very gluttonous. We are going back to season 13 to watch The Blunder Years, which introduces Smithers' dad. Oh, I know this one. It's oh, fucking awful. Great. Yes, we're going to get angry. We'll be back. We are back, and we just watched Season 13, Episode 5, The Blunder Years. <laughs> it was first released back in December of Ought 1, and it was written by Ian Maxtone Graham in this episode. After Homer goes to see a mentalist or whatever. And hypnotist. A hypnotist that makes him relive memories of being a 12-year-old. Homer starts screaming and screaming, reliving a past trauma to which we find out that at one point in his life, Homer found a corpse in a quarry. Guys, what did you think? I did not care for it. <laughs> yeah, this is part of when you can see there's still hints of the classic era, but the new style mm. has taken over. <laughs> well, in this one, I'll say there were more jokes that I liked, but the story yeah. I hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like you think it's supposed to be Homer's backstory, but then it just, at the very end, it switches and it's like, oh, this is actually about Smithers. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's something that bugs me is that, uh, for, you know, they have a um, sort of a standby me visual reference of uh, mm. young Homer, Lenny and Carl walking on the train tracks. But if they'd stayed in like a standby me thing, which is all about going to see a dead body, yeah. that might have worked a lot better. Yeah. But it just, it was just this few little really bad jokes uh, that didn't really work terribly well. And then it just finds a corpse and screams. And yeah, I really don't like the plot on this one. Yeah, see, the, okay, that to me like sparks up, you know, what would you change is like, I would have absolutely run with the stand by me thing and not like as unceremoniously, ceremoniously as they dumped Lenny Carl and Moe in this episode. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, yeah, run with the concept. And it, at this stage, doesn't matter that you're doing like a first act hard left turn away from... Yeah. The original plot, if the rest of it was like a Stand By Me parody, I thought that would have played a lot yeah. better than what actually did. But that, if you lose the first act, you'll miss out on Marge getting hot and heavy for the guy on the on the on the burly, on the burly absorbent paper towels. Yeah, they really <sighs> handled that poorly. I just didn't get what Homer's motivation was. Yeah, like, it, huh? My wife wants to cheat on me with this guy. Wasn't even that. It was just, ooh, you think he like if they gone with you think he's all handsome and rugged and things. I'm gonna make you look stupid i don't know it wasn't even that it was just she likes she wrote a letter to the this mascot and now he's gonna make her look like an idiot yeah. this is yeah. a guy who wrote you know uh fan letters to movies <laughs> dear die hard you rock uh yeah i mean look if homer was smart he would have gotten in that burly outfit mm. because marge would have been totally Ma- into yeah. it marge digs herself some cosplay <laughs> so. yeah exactly but yeah, the jokes with the burly thing, like that didn't play for none of that played for me. The only bit that really played was when they brought back the burly towels at the end. Yeah. 
and it's only made by the line of Chief Wickham going, oh, that is so cool, as the yeah. big paper towel spools like, yeah, absorb I, all the water. The, I did like the name Chad Sexington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the bit I liked about it was like, look what happens when I spill this blue liquid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. A weird allusion to every tampon ad ever. Well, yeah. But also because like, you know, like water is always blue in <laughs> yeah. cartoons yeah, yeah. and yeah. But unfortunately, that wasn't improved by the fact that Lisa goes, why did you pull me out of school for this? Like, it did nothing for the joke that Marge had done this. Like, Marge does get excited over, like, household things. Yeah. Like, we know that, yeah. but this this is just an extrapolation yeah. of yeah, that. It re- goes too far. She reads Sponge and Vacuum. We know oh, that. yeah. <laughs> Until she uh, starts getting the allure of death sports. <laughs> um, so, first question, for better or worse, what jokes stick out to you from this episode? Uh, one I didn't mind was when they're like, who can solve this? The Simpsons. And Moe's kind of awkwardly going, oh, yeah, well, I'll head off then. If like, we well, can come if you want. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you know. You know so- sounds like it's just a family thing, so. And then Marge oh. cuts in, oh, thanks for understanding. <laughs> oh, 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 okay then. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I liked him, like, kind of up against the glass. And I, I wrote down, I liked the folly of him, like, his hand and his face, like, squeaking against the glass as yeah. well. And then just like waving at him from out the window. Yeah, so that's a weird example of, yeah, a good joke that led to a, a story beat that I hated them doing. Yeah. Mm. Which is, yeah, dropping Lenny and Carl and Mo and then having Police Chief Wiggum, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. It was a weird trade off to him that didn't really pay off either. No, there's no. Uh, I suppose then you get him saying that's so cool. Being and... the authority to accuse Mr. Burns. But anyway, uh, yeah. it doesn't doesn't fly terribly well because he's just satisfied that Burns just disposed of the body that way. It was yeah. like, no, the law should be really uh, more worried about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, the joke I did like is when Homer's drinking the like memory tea and it's like, oh yeah, I remember I'm jumping over Springfield Gorge. Dad, everyone's tired of that yeah. memory. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good moment. Yeah, it was well. a good like non-flashback take. Like, yeah, like, yeah. We're going to go back to the... Uh, no, we're not. Because, yeah, they do do the starting, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it, and then, yeah, Lisa cuts off the memory part the way through. The joke that stuck out to me as a good joke, I just thought I'd mention it because I feel like we're about to rip into this episode. Mm. I like Carl's thing. Have you heard of this thing called the internet? (laughs) The internet of the swim trunks. And then later on, who? I think I just logged on to my internet. (laughs) It's it's so bad, it's kind of funny. Yeah. When he first said it, I was like, hold on. When is this supposed, this is like said in the 60s. Are they going to talk about, you know... DARPA net or something like what are they going to talk and then I was like oh okay yeah fair enough mm-hmm. misdirect uh, I thought I thought that was pretty good I'll um, give you that one but better or worse what story point stuck out for you um the entire third act yeah yeah the like, whole I, Smithers reveal yeah and everything was so dumb. pointless yeah I quite because I quite like this episode up until there's a bit where uh when they bump into Chief Police Chief Wiggum and he goes, ah, who is that? It's like, it's us, the Simpsons. Yeah. It's like, from that point on, everything is downhill. Everything yeah. is up until then. Yeah, it has some good laughs. Uh, it has a plot that, again, I wish we kind of stuck with the Stand By Me bit, but yeah. from this point on, it's all downhill and it's it just gets worse. Fair enough. Jordan? Yeah. The Mesmerino bit, it, it was fine to kind of unleash the thing, but... There was a second part of his where he's like collecting his post outside. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you yeah. even include that in the. In yeah, the- they're doing like a Karnak bit. And it's like, come on, Johnny Carson had already been off the air for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking let it die. Also, um, he's a hypnotist, not a psychic. So. Yeah, he was just wearing the turban. Yeah. But I'm just going to jump on that. I thought that was a really shitty performance. Who I think it was Hank Azaria again, whoever mm. played Mesmerino. Mm. That voice was really inconsistent. And that is something I do not say often in The Simpsons. Yeah. It was very like. 
just generic New Yorker kind of. And I was like, I've done a couple of them. I think because maybe we've watched a couple in succession. Yeah. It's like whenever we need like, hey, we need a, it's like, okay, Hank Azaria, like just put on a kind of your voice that you do. And yeah. But it sounded like three different of his voices. Yeah, like, yeah, he gave like a couple of takes over the phone or something. Yeah. Speaking of voices, it was it just me or did Smithers Senior sound freakish? Uh, Add some freak to him. When yeah, because like, I guess he was a bit more nasal. Yeah. yeah. And actually, yeah, they did a redux of the freak joke. You know, the ring-a-ding-ding. Ah, oh, hey, dollface, come and swallow that yeah. gum. Meet me in the bathroom in three, two, one. See, I liked it, but I kept thinking the whole time, you've done it. And it just took so long to get there when he transforms one way, then the other. It's... I didn't get that. Like, is it supposed to be that he's so smart that he can understand what's happening yeah. to him, I but think he has already, no control over it. You're already overthinking it. It's just because, hi, hi, oh, ah, Glavin is just, you know, they think that's funny. Yeah. Well, mm. to me, the funny part of the, that joke is, oh, no, don't send me back to the way I was, you know. And I thought they handled that okay, but, like, it was a long road to get there. Yeah. Uh, the story point that sticks out for me and which kind of ruins the second act for me is Homer's relentless screaming. And I know yeah. it's part of the plot and he needs to mm-hmm. have this, but God damn, it goes on for so long and it's so annoying. I like, do kind of like when he's screaming as, you know, he's getting the valet back and he's yeah. screaming when he's, you know, just going through, brushing his teeth. Yes, yeah, so I, I like the teeth brush, the valet. Ah! Thank you. Ah. It was. I I think it was to me the indifference of the rest of the family. Like not even. I I get it because they wanted to do a joke. Like, look, he's still going. Look, we're going to show the scene. Whoa, so he's still any... mental. <laughs> but um, none of the and Marge is even like just pulls like, the pillow over, over her head. Yeah, like, oh was... god, it's so annoying. Rolls like, him over the couch and. Yeah. Do you actually care at all? Like, honestly. Yeah, and well, she only cares about Burley. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Chad Sexington. So there's a little bit of that other sin of like, I don't know if it, it's not over sexualizing Marge. It's, I don't know. What did you guys think of the Burley thing? I don't know, it's kind of like, yeah, she's just so caught up in the fantasy. Yeah. But it is odd that she thinks a mascot is a person enough to write to him. Yeah, that's a Homer move to yeah. write to the movies and, and buy a bunch of the product the as well yeah. to like stack around the home. And because when she, when she writes to them, they're not saying, is your Burley mascot actually a model or is it she even says are you a composite or yeah. are you a yeah. caricature or something like that and it's like you already know this isn't a thing it was odd you could have again you could have cut that spent more time in stand by me especially because like we we know what she's like about her idols and stuff because we've seen the the ring yeah episode. you know she she likes them but she's not like dreamily obsessing over them mm. every minute of the day and buying like a bunch of Ringo merchandise or anything. Yeah. And unlike in the Ringo episode where that played into the story, the whole Burly thing only played in at the end when they needed to drain a massive amount of water from a quarry. It could have yeah. been fucking anything yeah. other than the Burly thing, which they spent so much of the first act setting up, have it to be dropped at the wayside once they go to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, it, it started out as a Marge has a crush on a fictitious character story into a Homer story. Yeah, they just needed a way for Homer to screw up so that yeah, yeah. Because you know, yeah, before I realized where what, which episode this was and where we were going, I was like, okay, maybe this is gonna be a thing about how like lonely Marge is, and it's mm. gonna be we're gonna develop from that. But no, nah, it just turned into a Homer story. So no. So play count. How many times have you seen this episode before tonight? Probably twice. I don't think I have. Yeah. No. 
I've actually seen it a bunch and I kept doing and I said to myself oh my god how do you keep doing this remember where this episode starts because mm. once the screaming kicks in I'm like oh it's this fucking episode yeah because I wasn't <laughs> sure which one we were doing in, until we got to the the hypnosis bit yeah Mesmerino so did this feel like an episode of the Simpsons I'm gonna say no because it retcons so goddamn hard that yeah. it, it feels like it's betraying itself yeah, it's retconning Homer and Smithers. And yeah. a bit of Lenny and McCarlin, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, integrity-wise, like, I don't think anyone was aggressively off, but yeah, the show was just delving into the backstory for no good reason. Mm, no good reason. It didn't have to be Smithers' dad. Um, yeah, not... It could the, have been any employee. The world of The Simpsons is not improved by knowing that, yeah, Smithers had a dad that worked at the power plant, that Mr. Burns tossed his body into the corpse his hatch. corpse hatch. Innocent I mean, innocent tube. soup. I did like that joke. <laughs> but uh, are we now to believe that Mr. Burns raised Smithers? Yeah. This is what I'm getting at. And how creepy is that, then, that Smithers yeah. has a thing for what is essentially his father figure? Yeah. And yeah. raised him to be essentially his indentured servant. I know. It just gets weirder and weirder with each layer. Yeah. So as we talk about the integrity... Sorry, I just realized there's a um, uh, continuity error. Because when Smithers is coming out of the burlesque house, Mr. Burns goes, Smithers? He goes, my parents insisted I try it. Parents? Ah. And Mr. Burns didn't know about it. Yeah, good point. There we go. But yeah, there's some awkward... I, I don't know if you're backsplaining or whatever, explaining past story, whatever, that Mr. Burns had told Smithers that his father actually died oh. by a bunch of savage Amazon women. Yeah, and he's mm. like, I'm sorry for that lie. I wonder if it ever affected you. I guess we'll never know. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I guess this is why I'm gay. It was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So much boo. That, yeah, that dropped so many points for me at that point. Was, mm. So, yeah, and this is one of those things where... All the careful, delicate tightrope walking that they did um, addressing Smithers' homosexuality back in the classic years mm. is undone in this fucking moment. Mm. Yep. So the wackiness of this episode, but doing well, Homer's dead. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, as a young man, he jumps into nothing but mud from quite high up. Yeah, long yeah. enough to go. We, oh no, ah, splat. That's a long fall distance. It's yeah. It's at least he's five six seconds in the air, so you can assume it's yeah. probably about a hundred meters up or something. Mm. Straight dead. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, the fact that it was weird because he was he was undergoing hypnosis, and look, I don't know a lot about hypnosis, but it seemed like more he was making him hallucinate. Mm. And, like, I, I don't know if that is, like, hypnosis as such, but it was a bit, like... Well, hypnotists they, right in. Well, they touched on an imp- interesting thing, and it is a known concept in hypnotism that you can only make someone do, you know, some as much as their brain already knows. Yeah. So, like, that's why I liked the joke where, now you're Emily Dickinson, and he goes, yeah. I'm Andy Dickinson, get out of my way, look at me! <laughs> yeah. You know, you're a famous historian. <laughs> I'm a famous historian, get out of my way, look at me! Yeah. You know, see, that makes sense, because... Homer, you know, he doesn't know, know. but his brain has been fed the information that he has to be this thing, and he just dives into it with enthusiasm without exactly knowing what he's doing. Yeah, I did like the crowd kind of politely clapping, like, ooh. (laughs) Good Emily Dickinson. (laughs) So the whole revealing a 12-year-old's trauma thing, I I think that's um, kind of believable in this wacky hypnotist scenario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but this episode is something where the wackiness is not so much in the like Looney Tunes boring ma- moments. It's it's actually more in the leaps of logic that it forces you to make. Like another thing that I thought was actually really wacky is Homer is super traumatized by finding this corpse, 
and then they go to the same quarry, find the skeleton, and then their kids are fine about it. Like, yeah. surely seeing a skeleton, like, well, it's got to be pretty confronting. Probably, although I think with the corpse that, because it lands on him, yeah, and, and there's like maggots, maggots crawling out of the face. It looks at him. Yeah. Yeah. It quietly says in his mind, I am your future. Yeah. But then Homer being a jerk to Lisa, now do you believe me that dead rats float? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Why take the kids? Yeah, why? Why didn't you bring the uh, the adults that would be handled? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Finding a corpse when I was twelve traumatized me. Let's bring the kids to find the corpse <laughs> when they're eight and ten. Uh, yeah, but at smooth. least they know in advance. It's true. It's, it's true. Be no surprise. surprise, corpse. Yeah. So how about the heart of this episode? Did you feel the bumps? What heart? <laughs> it was as cold and dead as Smithers' dad. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Hey. There's a tiny moment where Smithers is like, I guess I know it's nice knowing he died a hero. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but what I was going to uh. say about like baby Smithers, like, oh, you're Sir. a baby. How's that going for it? Yeah. Grabs up, grabs his nose and yeah. does that. Um, cute. Cute. Yeah, not really. No, this episode was anti-hard. It was mean to Marge. Mm. It had no fucking resolution to that. And then it was mean to Smithers. And now he just goes along in the future knowing that his boss was covered up his father's death. No, yeah. it was all the rage at the time. Yeah. And and then, the, yeah, they bring Chief Wiggum into the story and he effectively does nothing about it anyway. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, that kind of shows incompetence as well at the, in where he's like... What are you guys doing out here? And they go, we're investigating a murder. He's like, oh, can I come? I'm really good kind at them. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? No. Nope. Neither. What would you change about this episode? Again, third act. I think a lot, it's just everything caves after that. Where yeah. the Simpson family yeah. Yeah. and just everything after that. You know what it would have been better is, I, I know they wanted to do the joke about, this is just a Simpsons family thing. Yeah. But, but have it as... Homer, Carl, Lenny, and, and Mo going back to find the body. Yeah. It's, which is what it should have been. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck, since you've said that, I keep thinking, yes, this whole stand-by-me angle would have been the one to follow with this episode. Mm. Yeah. I, I guess it's more like an it thing. Oh, I guess no, between... because we're like, yeah, you come back as adults to kind of... Uh, I do want to yeah. make the prediction that one of the future house Treehouse of Horror is going to be an it with Krusty as it. Oh. I don't know what it's going to be called. Crusty wise. <laughs> Tit. <laughs> Tit. That's funny. That's a funny word. Uh, yeah, there's there's just too much about this episode. I, I I just I cut it out. Like just fucking cut all this. Like <laughs> get rid of most of the burly stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, you could have done a lot more interesting stuff because the burly stuff was only there to get them to a fancy restaurant. Which Which doesn't even make sense. The pimento groove doesn't do that kind of, you know, stuff. No, and it was a way to make up to Marge for them being so relentlessly mean, and she just forgives them in two seconds because of, like, yeah, it's a cheap act that they've done, and she, like, uh, unsatisfying. You know what, you can cut that down to a tiny bit, it's like, oh, we're going for a fancy dinner, how can we afford this? Oh, Marge cut a bunch of coupons and won a competition for free paper towels for life. Yeah. Our paper towel budget is going to this dinner, so enjoy it, kids. Oh, and imagine that, and they're tipping like the valet and paper <laughs> towels. <laughs> I, I can imagine even, you can even have a few jokes of Marge, like, flirting with the, thanks, Burley, like, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. But, yeah, you didn't need the whole, the rest of it, I think that was a bit mm. silly. No, it was way Chats. too dragged out. Guest stars for this episode. Paul yeah. Newman did play himself in this. Wow. wow, really? I did like that bit as well, though. I'll yeah. tell you what I told Redford. <laughs> Not <laughs> gonna happen. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, because Homer's, like, looking uh, for his equivalent of the burly man. Yeah. He looks to Paul Newman. <laughs> As we all have done in the <laughs> afternoon. Oh, man, what a dream boat. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, Joe Mantegna as Fat Tony. Uh, in, okay. In the context of the Stand By Me thing, that was fine, but... The whole wacky tobacky thing, I don't I didn't really think much of that. Well, material. it's weird because he's like, Well, you've come across our secret crop of wacky tobacky. They hadn't even noticed until they pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're going to beat you up. Yeah, it was just Yeah. Yeah. Again, they could have been the hoodlums out of stand by me, but no. And in the weird moment where the episode grinds to a halt where they having that musical guest, Judith Owen, by the way. Okay. Yeah, it Lingered on her long enough for me to know that was supposed to be a thing, but never drew attention. But they never said thank you to our guest star this week, musical guest Ju- Judith Owen. Like, which bit was that? Uh, she's playing piano at the Pimento oh, Group. Judith Owen. And they're I like, didn't know who that was. and they're yes, focusing the song, you know, cutting out all the other special effects and focusing on her. And it's just a weird moment where the episode grinds to a halt, but they never introduce her or anything. No. so it feels really weird. I guess you were supposed to know, and I was like, I that, don't. Is that? Jewel? No, she plays guitar. <laughs> like, who is that? I <laughs> uh, don't think it had any other musical moments. No songs or anything. No. Uh, so, oh, that whistling. The, the, the Mr. Sandman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was a reference to Stand By Me when they sing something else. Uh, no, I haven't seen it for a long time, but I don't think so. I think it was just, it's the 50s or some <laughs> kind of era where this song was popular more than ever. And hey. we sung a cappella. <laughs> nice one. Like for friendly fellas. So, BT, any other notes? Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned it when we were watching the episode where it's like, yeah, uh, Mr. Burns goes, oh, yes, that's the corpse of Waylon Smithers Sr. And Lacey just goes, <gasps> Mr. Smithers' father. And it's like, yeah. no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Lisa Simpson. The oh, yeah, uh, little girl who answers the question nobody asked. <laughs> yeah, a uh, little bit of an uh, anal corner as well. Uh, again. Yeah, Mr. Burns puts in the footage of the day Wayland Smithers Sr. died and it's like being shot from different angles and at one point it's from inside the reactor where he's dying. Yeah! Who is shooting this? I was going to say that's the only thing he has in his little wall safe as well Yeah, is that reel of film. Yeah, They're not not even giving context for why they're filming. It was like, it's maybe my last moment so I'm going to record them. That would have been enough but it's It's like... yeah, it wasn't even believable security found footage because this would have been from, like, the 40s or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this... Uh. The, when, when Chad Sexington calls and is like, we'll do dinner tonight at 7. She goes, great. And they hang up and it's like, where? where? You didn't say where. You didn't say it was going to be at your house. They just yeah. Said, True. And the last thing is the skull keeps changing size. Yeah. It's really oh, weird. Oh, really? It keeps, like, when... Well, how do you explain this? And and I think it's Lisa or Bart Bart's has it. it and yeah. it's huge. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like the crystal skull yeah. size. Yeah, like Bart could fit his head inside it. But then later when Homer puts it in the box, it's like a little toy skull. It's like, you know, it just fits in a tiny little chest. Mm-hmm. I was going, what the hell is going on with that? There's no consistency there at all. Yeah. Um. Okay, just my quick fl- fire notes. When... Homer is looking around at all the mascots, see Paul Benjamin, yeah, and he looks at Mama Celeste. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. I cut you. Yeah. Uh, it felt uncomfortable to me. Yes. Oh, she'll cut you, man. I don't know. When Homer calls up Marge as Chaz Sexington, she asks, how did you get this phone number? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> very reminiscent of, okay, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Very true. And there was another one where they, like, tread on old ground, which was Homer's was like, oh, the quarry is just a stone's throw away. And Lisa's like, stop saying that, Dad. Yeah. I felt like they've done that joke like five times now. Have, Have they? they? We're about to reach a destination. Yeah, stop saying that. I, I feel like it was more him being folksy. 
Like, oh, yeah. the old swimming hole, just a stone's throw away. I thought it was a joke about the quarry. Like, it was, he was, it was he came up with stones. that. Well, no, because like a quarry, you is where you mine stones yeah. and like throw them at know. people. Well, he can. It's possible. What quarries are for? And he just thought, this is one of the best jokes I'll ever come up with, so I'm going to say it four or five times. There you are, Homer. The smartest thing you'll ever say, <laughs> and no one was around to hear it. There was an arrogant, annoying Dan Castellaneta Homer where he was like, ha, 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 zing, what's a Skeletor? Mm. And uh, audience at home, if you haven't watched the episode, Homer laughed for like five times longer than that. Mm. Uh, it's yes. such a bad joke as well. Yes. I liked the visual of Marjining Bart's clothing and then like shuffling them like a deck yeah. of cards. <laughs> that was good. That's <laughs> Bart's clothes done for a week, like calling attention to the fact yeah. that he wears They're the exact the same. same thing yeah. every day. Totally. Uh, what did you guys think about the yakky tea as well? Oh, Moe's. Mmm, that's some good yakky tea. Oh, yeah. that was not arrogant enough, Jordan. Oh, sorry. That's some good yakky tea. Like, yeah. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. It is very left field because Liz is like, oh, I have this tea that's meant to help you re- loosen regressed memories. Oh, then I can finally use my yakky tea set. But yeah. Yeah, because they didn't, If they would have fucked it up more if they had, like, I don't know, the sound of Native American instruments playing when they drank it or something yeah. like that. Or because it was just a means to an end and they didn't draw too much attention to it, it was fine. But yeah, but then Mo comes in and goes, Give me some of that Indian memory tea. Yeah. And I'll you know, I'll tell you what goes on. Oh, you mean the time he lost his you know, whatever. Yeah. whatever. And I kinda liked Mo's thing. Oh well I know uh, the explanation for this. He got muddy one day. You know, no one likes to be muddy, can you imagine? Like that I thought that was a fun explanation. Uh when they do find out that yeah, Homer found this corpse, um I- I kind of like this joke. Oh my God, that was it. Yeah, I found a corpse. That explains my occasional overeating and my fear of corpses. Yeah, Yeah. that was pretty good. That was, yeah. I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass too. I really didn't like the whole Marge and Lisa's thing. I suspect murder afoot. Murder most foul. Why? It didn't need to be included at all. No. I didn't actually mind Burns' stuff uh, in the whole Wayland Smithers senior death recording. You know, what is that alarming sound? Why are these dials up to 10? And <laughs> alarming sound. And then, oh, look at your dad pulling funny faces, shedding all his hair, dropping to the ground. Oh. <laughs> Lying completely <laughs> still. <Yeah. laughs> and I like how he pulls like him down from the hatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah stop looking. <laughs> all right. Well, let's rank this thing. Jordan? Oh, it's so hard because I'm like, uh, I I know it's only been three episodes, but already I'm I'm forgetting like what what a failure feels like. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if anything is going to be above participant. It's a participant max, max. I'm not sure if I'm would give it a failure. It's boring. It's boring, yeah. and I just it's it's stupid. Uh, but I don't think it's stupid enough for me to give it a full failure so i think i'll, I'll go mm-hmm. participant for this one yeah i'm going a participant as well i just feel like if one one more element came together it'd actually be a bronze because to be fair there are actually some decent jokes in this but ultimately it's weighed down by its bullshit story and committing the sin of uh, the pointless retcon bt what do you reckon uh yeah this definitely has the best jokes of an episode we've seen so far tonight 
I'm going to fail it, however, because I really, wow. I hate that third act. Yeah. I hate the, oh yeah, this is Waylon Smithers Sr. That's the character we've never mentioned before. <laughs> and that's why Waylon now has yep. apparently been now been raised by Mr. Burns and is now indentured to him. And it's that, that race gets so much more confusing and disturbing and gross now. And the yeah. whole, oh, I told you your father was murdered by Amazonian women. And that's why you hate women. And that's why you're gay now. And it's like, no, everything about the end, like up until that particular point of where, where I've mentioned it twice now, yep. uh, when they first, before they searched the quarry, I was fine. I was like, that's a bronze maybe, but everything from that just, just swan dove into needles. Fair enough. All right. Well, this will become a dull participant all around. This will join such episodes as the recently reviewed Break My Wife, Please, and The Kids Are All yeah. Fight. Also, Havana Wild Weekend, Whiskey Business, Penny Wise Guys, mm. Eternal Moonshine of the Simpson Mind. Yeah, this is definitely a dull participant. <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Now it's time to do our fourth episode for the evening. Ooh, can we do a, D do a D4? DM. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be rolling with my level up dice, my uh, Amethyst Gemstones. Uh, really do recommend checking them out if you uh, love your tabletop gaming. Uh, they're an Australian company. I love what they do. This is They're not paying me to say this. I just legit love them. Mm. All right. And it is number three. Again, threes. that's three threes tonight. Uh, yeah. Three threes. Okay. Third down on our list. Uh, one, two, three. All right. Um, this is an episode that is committing the sin of being relentlessly and unfairly mean to a character. Oh, right. fun! And this will be season 18's "The Boys of Bummer." We'll be right. We'll be right back. Alright, and we are back, and we just watched Season 18, Episode 18, The Boys of Bummer. It was written by Michael Price and first released in April of 2007. In this episode, Bart misses catching a fly ball in a game of baseballs, and all the town doesn't like him because of that. And also, Homer gets a new job as a mattress salesman, but uh, runs into some trouble when um, Helen and... Reverend Lovejoy become his new clients who then want his bed because it's good to fuck on. Guys, what did you think? It certainly exists. Yeah. <laughs> it is. This was bad, man. It, it <laughs> is an was... episode that I can do without. Yeah, this was just... Uh... To, to call it bad gives it too much. Really? Because, <laughs> like, okay, not only was the town really mean to Bart, but, yeah, this whole subplot of... Uh, uh, the Lovejoys and the Simpsons mattress. What the fuck? Yeah, I kind of like that. I, I really? Like it. Yeah, it's it's stupid, but it's kind of fun. Should should we mention as well? This is uh, brought to you by the sin of wrath, which is all about they are so hating the whole on town, one character. Yeah, they're just so mean. Like they've been mean to people before, but this is beyond anything I've seen before in a Simpsons episode. I don't want to Google it, but I guarantee you something like this has happened. Where it's been like a, oh, a sure. college football and someone's fucked up and the whole town yeah. has just tried to kill them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, see, this is a note that I wrote is that in this episode, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm did a better job of they had a player, a baseball player, an actual player who did famously miss catching a ball. Mm hmm and then he redeems himself at the end of the episode by catching a baby who's been thrown out of a burning building. Yeah. And, like, they handled that really good. But they did basically the same thing here where they meet a famous baseball player at a convention who mm. was famous for missing. Yeah. And then when he misses catching Bart. Bart's dead. Like, oh, God, fuck yeah. this episode. Even, even um, the I'm thinking about um, 
Ice Town costs Ice Clown his crown town. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I think it, the town like hates him, and when they invite him back, just to like shit on him, they're yeah. still not as mean as the town are to Bart over like a sports thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I might actually be hating this episode more because this is our fourth <laughs> episode oh, so God. far. Walking yes. through the wasteland, man. Come and, on. Oh, man. I'm already feeling delirium from some of the toxic fumes. Come so- on. I'm going to shout more unless you start. A- <laughs> Just come on. You're halfway through the desert, man. I yeah. can't do it, man. I can't do it. Damn it. You-, you will get your shit together, Elliot. Okay. Get a, ha- okay. Get a handy bag, get a shovel, and get... Your shit together. Okay, okay. I needed that. Thank you. Thank you. No. Ow. <laughs> okay, okay. That was the one that I needed. Um, for better or worse, what stood out of the story for you guys? Oh God, that Lovejoy sex subplot could just go to hell. Like Jesus, that was just really gross. Actually, I mean, look, I get it. Couples have sex. Every couple has sex. Not every couple. Well, no. No, that's, that's very true, actually. I shouldn't <laughs> Shout be so... out to our asexual fans. Yeah, exactly. What, what? I'm sorry. I didn't and those in it. loveless marriages, what <laughs> up? <laughs> you may not love each other, but we love you. <laughs> um, platonically. But yeah, like I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was the the weird creepiness of just the, the sounds that the love choice was making yeah. when like Homer turned around and they were just making out on his bed. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of teenagers at a like a drunken house party, but yeah, just and every then when part they about it. Did that weird Benny Hill bit that was done with mariachi music? Was that uh, that was like, the Kill Bill like music? It's Fly to the Bumblebee, isn't it? No, it's it's that. Um, yeah, bit and Kill Bill where she's on the motorcycle. Yeah. It's that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but it was weird because it was done to this Benny Hill thing with Helen Lovejoy running yeah. up and down the stairs. Like, it, it was almost it's almost like a video like a video game like pixels with the like you know them just like moving like frames. Yeah, because in the way he she picked up Reverend Lovejoy and put him in the car, made it look like he was like a two D card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what stood out of the of the story for you, BT? Nothing. <laughs> for better or worse. Nothing. Oh wow, <laughs> that that empty. Uh, sorry, it does make me want to have sex on half a mattress behind a billboard. So add that to my. Really? Uh, With a hobo watching you? My, my like, bucket fuck list. I, I knew mean, you people who make it. Ugh, you got fat. Yeah, cardboard, his belly. Cardboard Ugh. cut out of a hobo. That'd be fine. I'm not going to lie. I might be drunk enough right now that everything is fun. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, that was another joke of like, I liked the hobo thing. Yeah, I knew you kids would make it. I just didn't need the next line of, ooh, you got fat. Yeah. The Another problem I have with the mattress storyline is that the episode is solved within the scenes that it appears. It's like a three beat story that also jumps some wild beats in the scenes that it's in and it just feels like plot moving forward and yeah there's not any moment where that story ever solidifies or actually lays any foundation has any yeah anything real going on no i think the thing as well is that the the fact that homer being a mattress salesman has almost nothing to do with it i mean it's just the fact that the the you know the lovejoy's get that particular mattress and then Homer has to be responsible for it somehow. For so some reason, like, yeah, they come back to him to return and not to the store. Yeah, yeah, which is bizarre. Like, he's like, oh, right, you were checked. Like, what? What? It's not your personal mattress collection. What so, the hell is going on? Yeah, they've bent the, you know, logical laws to bring them to his house mm-hmm. so that they can fuck on his mattress. Is this a thing that happened within the Simpsons writing stuff that, like, they had some friends over and they slept on their mattress and wanted it? Like, Look, Maybe it's an American thing, I don't know. <laughs> I was really fucking worried 
that at one point when they discover like Homer and Marge in their back in their bed, they were gonna like touch hands over it and then they were gonna like I don't know split it there and just do it there as well and I was like please don't yeah. please well, don't do it in the same bed when you say where it could have led yeah maybe uh, behind the billboard <laughs> was a better place for it to go yeah what parts of the Bart story uh, still ca- uh, stood out to you guys um I kind of like where someone's graffiti I hate Bart across the entire city and it was actually Bart I like that yeah. he's kind of cracked under the pressure and he's it's manifested saying I hate me too I'm yeah. I'm one of you again <laughs> Although, as soon as I saw it on even the Simpson house, I was like, oh, yeah. Bart's done it. Yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a surprise. And mm. I think... But know. this is another th- one of those things where they don't let any plot point marinate for any time. Mm. Mm. It was just, Marge was like, who could have done all this? Lisa goes, ah, oh, the one person who could have done all this. Our brother, Bart Simpson, that Bart right over there. <laughs> and points to Bart again. And it's just, oh, come on, give us a little time with that. Yeah, let that soak in. Someone's written it everywhere. Yeah, cut the mattress shit out and let him dive down. And that's what I'm going to say about the story that stuck out to me is that the town were kind of over it when he was up on the the water tower doing the I hate Bart graffiti. Yeah. Mm. And then in the next scene after the act break where he's in hospital, they're out protesting him again. So I think maybe because they were re reinvigorated with the hatred. Yeah. But none of that's in- explained. It's just, hey, we're kind of over it. No, we hate you again. Like, yeah. Maybe because the whole town is daubed with, I hate Bart Simpson. Like, yeah, I do hate Bart Simpson. But what about the scenes leading up to that? Did you guys like any of the town hating on Bart for that? I really disliked it. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, it, it, that's the point of this episode is that it, it is relentlessly mean. But it's just unnecessary. Like, yeah. it's so just over the top. Sure, maybe this has happened. Maybe this is like a. I, w- I would kind of feel like it has to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, it probably has. Like, yeah, I can think of like little league dads getting all. Yeah. And getting up in like the umpires' grill and things like that. Yeah, but well, and it's the whole sports culture thing that they put all this pressure on kids instead of the uh, you know not giving a fuck culture. Yeah. Mm. Try it sometime. It's easy. <laughs> Apathy. Join us. I don't. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> so, play count. Have you seen this episode before today? If so, how many times? I have. Maybe once. Yeah? I have not. Yeah, I actually only have seen this once before because <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the worst episode ever pod. I think we've already mentioned them already mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. episode. But, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of theirs. And they did this episode. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I was partway through the episode. I haven't seen this. Gasp. And it was like exciting. Oh, wow, an episode I haven't seen. <laughs> I know, that doesn't happen for you. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> so, just to play the Wii game, this episode was reviewed on a worst episode ever. What do you think this ranked out of their 107 episodes? I'm going to, co- I know they have a particular spot for being mean to a character. So, I'm going to say mm, uh, 41. 41? What about you, Jordan? I was going to say something like 36. 36? Jordan is closest. Hey. But it is number nine on their wow. list. They have not seen enough. This is beating out a few episodes that I think are aggressively terrible. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't agree with how low it is, but yeah, it should be down towards the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> in the bottom half, definitely. Yeah. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I guess no one's off point. Like, Homer gets another job. That's a thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, Bart feels like an outsider. That happens occasionally. Um, 
Was Homer ever a jerk ass in this? I'm trying to remember. He does when they're first um he defends Bart and like, hey, he's just a boy, and they're like, that's the guy who spawned him. Hey, hey, blame my fumbling son. Yeah. But that was right. more for the joke of defense until it falls on him, then he immediately yep. backs. So I'm not overly so. He's mostly in the yeah, the mattress subplot. Really, the whole Bart fumbling the balls thing comes down to um Lisa. Yeah, uh, and she's being on point, you know, coming to the defense of her brother and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mr. Burns is reveling in just the, <laughs> yeah, the not, whatever goes on in the town and during the day. Hey, it's not getting eggs. <laughs> he gets them with his shoulders and like, what glorious goo. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> it was weird, but everything Mr. Burns is the best. So. It, it saved the whole, the town loving getting egged by the yeah. uh, uh, multi-award winning isotots. Uh, exactly. I think that's a good like how they feel about the sports culture in this town is they're happy to get egged as long as by a winning team. Yeah, sure. They're happy to get mooned as well by yeah. a 10-year-old boy. Oh, yes, we'll stare at those cheeks for an inappropriately long amount of time. Yep. Yeah, especially because, you know, when a guy moons someone, it's not unless you're kind of like grabbing things out of the way, you're definitely <laughs> going to get a view of other stuff too. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna show the fruit along with that ham. It's which like is, two eggs and a hanky. Which is not legal, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, no, uh, it's reverse pedophilia, I yeah. believe, is the charge. Yeah. <laughs> that is a weird, well, let's not draw from it. Yes, nope. it is. Um, let's, let's go away. I like Nelson punching the ball to pitch it. Yeah, yeah. very on character. Uh, I also like uh, Luigi's delivers on flavor. Not to your house, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good joke. Yeah, I think the only character integrity that's really off... Okay, first of all, the show as a whole is off for me. They bungled the B plot and the A plot I thought was mismanaged as well but I think the one character moment that they really they really tro- dropped the fly ball on to use the t- hey. <laughs> was Millhouse because at the start they have hmm. Bart stealing Millhouse's glory with that yeah. catch and that could have been a moment for them to tie Millhouse into the plot and, and it yeah. just doesn't and maybe he could have caused Bart to drop the fly ball yeah. but no they they really dropped the opportunity to involve Millhouse in a serious way yeah. after establishing him. Yep. Yeah, there was no really follow-up to that. It was just... No, Bart steals Millhouse's thing, and no one cares. Not even Not Millhouse. Even <laughs> Doesn't he get upset it. afterwards? No, I don't think he's got a bit. Yeah, I kept expecting it, uh, mm. and then it just doesn't happen. Well, because, and yeah, and at the end, he almost spills the beans on the whole thing, and then they do the flash-forward into the future where he does. Yeah. <sighs> 60 um, years and then fucking Marge and Homer uh, ghosts. Oh, what, uh, sh- let's have ghost sex. It doesn't feel like anything, but, but you are moaning. It's because I'm a ghost. Whoa. Oh, okay. ghost. Yeah, dumb as fuck. Just, and that's where the episode ended. How did the writer, who is the writer? Michael Price. How did he not fucking punch himself for that ghost back and forth and then fucking uh, or at least go to the animators at some point and go guys i've made a mistake <laughs> can we not do that and they're like no we've already a- animated it well, Jesus. well we Let's... didn't animate uh reverend lovejoy's edible vestments so no oh, <laughs> those were good i did like as well there you know at least some continuity there was a picture of jessica in his house yep yep a little bit of continuity there yep. but how about the wackiness of this episode oh god all the endings to the stupid baseball game all the yeah. 78 tries or whatever it was. Yeah. It hits the bird. It goes up in the air. It gets, gets shot like struck a... by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it hits Bart a couple of times, and I don't know baseball rules. I'm pretty sure it's a foul ball. Uh, no, I, I don't know about that. But 
Yeah. But the one that he does get hit and he gets kind of spun around and all his mm-hmm. clothes like yeah. fly yeah. off. Waka waka. And see, it's a bit jerkhouse, but I liked the moment of Homer like diving and going, hey, I caught it. Oh, wait. Whoops. <laughs> like, that was a funny joke to me. Yeah, but... that's actually a reference. But some guy. Based on the viral vid. Yeah, leaned out and caught a ball and that like the team then lost because yeah. the fan <laughs> caught it and he got so much shit. Yeah. But he's also an adult, so. Yeah. And, and that was the other thing that like, it's acceptable for a fan to catch a ball that wasn't going to land in the mm. the field anyway, but this thing was. And yeah, the fan just reached down and grabbed it. <laughs> yep. Like some kind of douche. Um, Wacky, a poo in this episode was really weird. Yeah, it was Where he said, oh, he- eight horrible children. Eight horrible babies. Yeah. I was like, oh. But then he said, oh, it's like floating on a river of corpses. Yeah. Is that a um the, the floating down the river of deadly thing in India? What is it? Like the Ganges. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are dead bodies in the Ganges. Yeah, was that what that reference was? It still doesn't sound comfortable. No, no. It, it's obscured anyway and not not well earned. Is yeah. he just like, are they saying he's like a psychopath? I, I don't even, I think it's just, this thing's kind of Indian, waka waka. Yeah. Is, oh, like, there aren't a lot of, okay, from from a Australian white guy perspective, there aren't too many Apu, Apu lines I think are offensive, but that one seems offensive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the um, oh, is it wacky that with the the mattress salesman's like weird, like tricky dick, like the uh, oh, the the wobbly cheeks, the but yeah, doing the you're hired, it's like oh wow, great subverting of the stereotype, guys. Mm. Yeah, I'll remember that one forever, forever and ever. A brief aside, I do like how Lenny has written a series of bestsellers, The Murderer Did It. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Yeah. I like I like that. Although, before, at the very start, there's something Willie says, it's like, oh, it keeps my naughty hands busy. Because yeah. he's like sewing like a, a, a black armband for Yeah, some it's like a bicep net, warmer or Yeah, something? so it's meant to be a mislead into, oh, we need to thank groundskeeper Willie. He's looking at the black band on his arm, which usually means someone has died. Mm. So they're saying... Willie has died, and then, yeah, cutting to him, sewing them. That like, was weird as It's fuck. just pointless. It's a long way to go for a not-a-great payoff of a nah. joke. Um, my wacky moment was uh, when they're watching the old documentary and they saw the baseball that hit Eleanor Roosevelt that made her ugly. Yeah, that was pretty... That was mean. It was... <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt is a great lady. Very and, ugly, though. But, you know, what she lacked in uh, looks, she made up in philanthropy. Exactly. Don't dis... I think. Eleanor. That was her, right? That wasn't Jackie Onassis. <laughs> Jackie Onassis didn't do anything other than being real fashionable mm. and fail to put a skull back together. Oof. <laughs> Oof. She tried to her credit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, she was she was the daughter of a, like a big shipping magnate, wasn't she? I don't know. I'm not a biographer. Okay. And I know nothing about magnets. <laughs> How about the heart of this episode? Did you feel the bumps? You got a little bit from Marge being so concerned for Bart. Yeah. But it wasn't really the driving force behind the episode. Man, so. it's time that got eaten up by this mattress storyline that they really could have put mm. into the, the feels of the Bart, which, to their credit, they went for. Nodding. But <laughs> but Bart, I don't know, is he so idiotic and shallow that he's like, they, he didn't understand that they were just doing this all for him? Really? I mean, they get that's the joke, but mm. he's not that stupid to Maybe not he, realize he wanted to believe the lie i suppose he, at this point he's so broken so fragile maybe maybe weird case of hearts the mexican commentator who's like please if you know they win, oh, do yeah. not fire guns in the air um you'll kill my sister yeah, yeah. 
What? Just so weird, man. <laughs> Why? Where is his sister? Is she a giant magnet, maybe? All the bullets yeah. just will come down. She's a ghost. Oh, God, she is now. But look, I could have believed the whole denial of Bart, like, if they just played it a bit better. Yeah. Like, this was just so mismanaged. Uh, I think it's another example of where the story, was, the beats were decent enough, but the actual material and the flesh that it was made of, just not. Not, not. Not, not, not. Nah, fuck it, nah, mate. Fucked. Fucked. Fuck. So, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Nah. Nah, it's cunt's fucked. Um, <laughs> what if it's cunt's fucked, man? <laughs> no, it's not completely it's fucked. Fucked. It's not if it's cunt's fucked. But look, what would you change about this episode to make it better? <sighs> I'd have something of note happen. Yeah, look, I got mm. the B story. It does nothing to tie into the main storyline. And if anything, it distracts Marge. It gives Marge another thing to do in an episode where she should be wholly uh, supporting Bart. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I-, I was mildly amused by well-laid love joys being all super just joyful during yeah. the, next, the sermon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one musical moment for this episode, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We oh, fucked. Shine. Yeah. <laughs> I shone the light where it normally doesn't shine. <laughs> <laughs> because we use a Mac torch when we have sex. I don't know how this song goes. I didn't go to Hillsong. I feel like Yard. you don't know how sex works. <laughs> Did you say a Mac torch? Yeah, because this little light of mine, mag. I'm going to let it shine. M-A-G, mag. Oh, it is mag? Not like a mag, mag light? Right, no, yeah, mag light, Mac truck. I always yeah. used to do this. You hit <laughs> right. a mag light with a Mac truck. Yes. Oh, and that was the ad, wasn't it? It still yeah. works, yeah. So... Jordan, any other notes about this episode? Yeah, I had a couple of anal corners, couple, couple, couple. Anal Um, why? I mean, look, I get that they have to set it up so Bart makes a mistake, but why did they have to make it so ridiculous? He's like kicking it over. He's stumbling. He somehow manages to kick the ball from shortstop all the way out to the outfield, and then out the, the, the like the the wall of like the thing also yeah there oh. is no wall it's a it's it's a fence with like a paddock outside but then suddenly there's like a wall like mm. it's a major league baseball thing good old like, convenient walls but why did they yeah why did they have to make it so ridiculous and why does bart suddenly become completely incapable of you know yeah even just picking up a ball and he's got this like glazed expression in his eyes yeah. and everything i just don't know what he's gone all die yeah i don't well, know I what like happened the, i f- <sighs> Is this what happened? He leant over to pick up the ball and he ran his head into the wall or he just ran into the wall? And then he kicks the ball and then... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There was at least one thing that I liked there. Um, I Weirdly, I laughed at the line. I don't know if it's actually funny, the line of, oh, it's like watching a monkey with a hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a hand yeah. grenade, I think it was. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hand grenade. Yeah, it's like, I know this is going to end well, yet I can't stop watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Until boom. When has Marge had glasses? Has she had glasses before? No, but I kind of like that as a joke if she couldn't. It's like, oh, yes, I see what isn't you're that, talking isn't about. Isn't that But the whole thing of Lisa going, Mom, put on your glasses, because I don't know if you guys have got parents with glasses that do not like to wear yes. them. But, like, my mom was like that. Uh, she was, like, originally in denial of the fact that she needed reading glasses. Yeah. <laughs> what did she Marge say? Like, they make me look dowdy. Yeah. Well, you picked the style, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> It's your own fault. Um, yeah, but I, I like that. Yeah, she puts on essentially Millhouse glasses. Yeah. Um, Mo was way too late to be like, oh, because there was a streaker on the pitch. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But he's like only just getting onto the pitch now. Yeah, but uh, that's part of the whole, uh, yeah. think of an excuse and yeah. that'll do it. They established the fact, I think this is my last one, they established mm. the fact that Nelson pitches by punching the ball. Yeah. And then the last game, yeah, and the redux, two, he's just 
throwing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine because the first one they played the joke and the second one the story's about something completely different at that point. And maybe it's because they need they need him Accuracy. to not yeah. strike. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, fair enough. I'll give him that one. Fine. Uh, Simpsons ruining my Jordan's anal cord. <laughs> I get nothing. Jordan's angry mumbles. <laughs> Jordan's angry mumbles. Um, BT, do you have any other notes about this episode? Uh, let's see. I do actually kind of like where Marge goes, shouldn't you go to your job as a mattress salesman? I was like, oh yeah, let's see where that goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that was a good, like... Um, yeah, it's another Homer job, so let's see where this goes. No, yeah. but it's it's totally like a parody moment. The Simpsons calling out their own bullshit, but I think I handled that well. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Any other notes? Nope. That it. Yeah, I that was me stretching. I've been doodling on this page for the past five minutes. <laughs> I had just some, like, notes that are, like, uh, you stink worse than a Dutchman's throw-up. Oh, that was a line. <laughs> that was not cool. Uh, I, oh, no. They're not mostly skunk tails and horse nipples. Like oh, the, the hot dog? The, the hot dogs, yeah. Which, Which Homer then uh, eats later. <laughs> but, they're, but then like the fact that... I, I do like their continuing gag of him being like a corporate shill for everything. It's like, this sunset brought to you by God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a particularly well-delivered uh, baseball announcer. And today's sunrise delivered to you by God. <laughs> They say like he's doing pretty well for someone who came out blue and backwards. Yeah. About yeah. And I'm like, ooh. I mean, look, I I know I was uh, a backwards baby. Well, no, I wasn't backwards. I but it, sideways. No, I was forceps. Oh. Um, and I did come out with the umbilical cord around my neck as oh, well. Wow. But uh, so I am in the same position as Bart. I came out blue as well, but it was just like breathing difficulty. They just put me in ah, an incubator. incubator. Yeah, no, I was right. I was assembled on a factory. <laughs> I was going to say the Beep. only other, <laughs> the only other joke I kind of like was the um, when they're outside the hospital and Marge is like ranting at them. Like someone like takes the sign down, and then another one just like comes up and it says, yeah. like, "We're sorry." Like, <laughs> I didn't yeah. See that. <laughs> I like that. That's good. No, that was a good move. Uh, good old uh, mob mentality, <laughs> flipping uh, the opinion very quickly. Nice. All right, just some quick fire notes from me. Last uh, things I want to bring up. I liked the joke with Frank. Uh, according to my math, all they need is one more point. And just on the paper, it's three minus two, two equals one. one. Yep. That was good. Yeah. Uh, the husband chair, that's just a good thing to point out. And mm. it's a shame they didn't have more to go with the actual concept of a husband chair in the store. Yeah, I thought those were two decent enough jokes, you know. Yeah, I do like William pulls a gun. He's like, just yeah. keep moving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna find a, a swimsuit that makes her doesn't make her look horsey. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, poor Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> Homer and Marge's whole loud whisper thing. Don't tell Bart. He's a sucky baseball. Oh, you Bart. Like, Ugh, I hate He's that like, loud whisper bit. But Marge, that was the thing we were talking about just yeah. seconds ago. Yeah, so so crammy down the throat sort of stuff. So where they hit uh, too much of an extreme with everybody hates Bart is where like the second scene of it was the radio station play, and here's our number one Bart sucks song, and then it's the bully singing <gasps> "Love Stinks But Bart Stinks." Yeah, I've just realised what my note. Why would? Why would? Yeah, it was. Why would Bart be listening to that radio station? 
the the old old Bart Simpson socks network. Yeah, exactly. Why would he even tune into that? Glutton for for punishment. He yep. must be. People just like googling themselves when they know there's been like a terrible tragedy or something. Yeah. Like that. Another yes. line I like: Google my stats. I wasn't actually that bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but the one thing that kind of redeems that joke was Bart was going, "Oh, they ruined my favorite song," and then he pulls down Jay Giles' band posters from the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a great way to sell an otherwise terrible bit. Is that by Jay Giles' band? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew they did the centerfold, and that's about yeah. it. Oh, Angel in the Centerfold? Angel is the centerfold. All right, nice. <laughs> I like that song. Um, it's very respectful. Homer's necklace, where it's uh, the mattress and gold and diamonds, and he goes, they made it for Elvis, but he said it was too much or whatever. Like, what do you guys think of that? I kind of liked it, actually. Yeah? Like, it's a dumb thing to spend money on, and they kind of redeem it by then having him say even Elvis thought it was tacky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... If I was Marge, I'd be pissed. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, but. yeah. See, that's the thing. This episode didn't have enough time for Marge to get pissed. They just had to rush the scene where they go over to their house and then... Yeah. Um, Fuck it. Yeah. In their room. <laughs> and was King Solomon even a story of the Bible? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, they do the whole cut in half thing, and I didn't like how that played out. And Homer getting turned on by the thought of sandwiches? You don't? <laughs> well, I do, but it's just like just because you got it cut in a triangle. I mean, you can cut sandwiches in heart and like yeah. rectangles as well. Yeah, if you're a Come monster, <laughs> we'll discuss. Rectangle <laughs> is much better. Twitter, rectangles or triangles? <laughs> right in now. Yeah, that's all the uh, notes I've got about this episode. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's rank this thing. Ranking. Elliot goes first. Fuck. I don't know where to go. Um, participant. Follow your heart, man. Participant. Um, it was almost no failure. Yeah. F- oh fuck. It's no. No, I'm pulling a Jordan and I'm going last. BT, you now. Participant. I just, I nothing this so much. Nothing stands out as good or bad. this is a total flat line for me. Fair enough. Um, I just don't feel like they're mean enough to bar for me to be. Condemning it for that. They were meaner when he they thought he stole from the church collection plate, which arguably is a worse thing because that's an intentional crime as opposed to uh, just screwing up a baseball thingy. Yeah. But uh, I, I just, I nothing this episode. It, it's a complete flatline for me. So, yeah. Participant. Jordan? It, their jokes were better in that church collection. Yeah. Oh, late yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Much better. Oh, my yeah, the church collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, is the eternal struggle with these episodes. I know, like, I know. I've, what is good again? I maybe it's because I don't have the uh, the the kind of something the the HD or the classic episode to kind of compare it against. But I think maybe this is another participant. On any other day, I might fail this. Yeah. Um. But today, uh, I think yeah, this is just a participant. This is going to be like one of those. Ugh, that one. Uh, mm. Forget it. Forget yeah. about it. I feel like meh, that one is basically a good descriptive. for Maybe it. my new thing of failure is like, oh, this is so bad. You have to see this one. Whereas this one would be like, don't bother, man. Just, just, just skip just it. Just don't. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. it's a, it's the train wreck compared to the train stopping. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? It's just it's an unshakable thing for me. I can't, um, I can't participate in this. I have to fail it. Um, right. And it is just I. I think I've laughed more in this one than I have certainly other ones tonight, mm-hmm. but there's just something about how they treat Bart, how they unroll that story that's clunky and inconsistent, and then the whole thing with the mattress plot and how poorly that is handled as far as, like, there's some good jokes, but also 
it is a lot of plot announcing and yeah, like yeah i think i've been nicer to episodes previously tonight but i'm gonna be mean to this one and i'm failing it fine all right this will be a dull participant like the last one we mentioned Hey listeners, thank you for listening to Teenage Wasteland Part 1. Part 2 comes out next week, and I'm sure you'll love hearing how crazy we got by the end of this massive marathon 10-hour Simpsons podcasting session. On behalf of BT and Jordan, thank you for joining us again. I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house! Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content. He does. He did it with style and flair. He was that. Wait, that's, wait, that's the nanny. The nanny. <laughs> pause well, for a second because i got to readjust this and I want to yeah, jump sure. on track. I thought you said style and flair. I'm like, he was pretty. Uh... Yeah. Start like, look up pictures of young style. And that, oh, man. That, that dude is a <laughs> He will steal your girlfriend. <laughs> for better or worse, what story part, uh, points stuck out there? For better or worse, what story points stuck to... So fuck you. <laughs> for better or worse, what story points stuck out for you? <coughs> her hormonal... Her, her hormones. Hormonal. Her, her <laughs> hormonal. Her hormonal imbalance. Her hormonal horse's hearse. 66th swizzle stick. The 66th swizzle stick. In regards to Hermione, her hormonal... Oh, her. Hermione... <laughs> In regards to Hermione, her hormonal hormonal hubris, <laughs> hormonal hubris, hindered, her hormonal hi- hubris, her hormonal hubris hindered Harry's. <laughs> what's a spell that starts with H? <laughs> hocus pocus. Hindered <laughs> Harry's hocus pocus. Okay, <laughs> so what was the full thing? <laughs> In regards Just to her Hermione, her hormonal no, no, no. hubris. In regards to Hermione, comma. Yeah. <laughs> Her, her, God, her <laughs> hormonal hubris hindered Harry's hocus pocus. <laughs> um, oh, did I write? I didn't write dick. I don't know what that one's about. Anyway, it's about dick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. So, BT, did you have any other notes? Simpsons Index ranking episodes. Boom, 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 boom. 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 That's all I got. <laughs>